with the time. All right, mics on, audio levels good. Blunts rolled, smoothies on deck. We competing. Tropical smoothie is still better. No, she's just bougie. It has a better blend. It whatever. I don't know why. It just it it, it I sometimes they, feel they, like they, it's chalky. They it it, it they, tastes very chalky. It, no, no, it doesn't. And also, they limit they menu. It's like it's like Chipotle versus Qdoba for me. Chipotle when you're so fucking limited yeah, and no, shit. Yeah, no, fuck Q, uh, Chipotle I don't, because... Plus, they keep getting niggas sick. Yeah, I, I haven't eaten at Chipotle since, like, 2013. Like, because I, I don't I don't go to them, and usually I see Qdoba in my neck of the woods anyway, so I would rather go to Qdoba. Well, um, you know. But, but uh, Smoothie King, in this case, is Qdoba, while Tropical... It, it's not. It's I not, mean, it's but not, I will though. say their, their raps are good. That's my I, point. I they have the they rest. they're a more rare run place for me, which is why I prefer. I'm not gonna go one place for a smoothie and one place for a sandwich. Uh, I mean, happen. I do it. That's because you're bougie, as we <laughs> spoke about before. So, with that being said, though, I just I have a special sense of taste. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Doubts were mad, reasonable. Trying to dodge the evils. Family always on my cerebral, cause they always there and they always care. They the reason I can't be who I be too. Shouts my pops, he the original me. Shouts my moms for the hope, yeah. 
Shouts my sis, she pushed limits of me. Shouts my dog, she the go. But you should hear the rage at my residence, bro. Family debate so presidential. How does a place with so much love switch pace so much? We go so up tempo. Every day I witness those effects, bro. I get so upset, yo. Tell them how it is. I don't know no gentle. So don't you set me off. I ain't trying to offend you, but hold up. One time, you don't really want to go there with me. I ain't mean to play that much of the song. I mean, I was vibing to it, so I was Somebody cool texted me, and, and so I got distracted. Yeah. Uh, boo? No, actually, your friend texted me. me. Oh. Don't say, like, my friend. What I'm saying? What I'm saying? Oh, my God. You're a <laughs> dork. Uh, <clears throat> well, this is... Hold on, nigga. I mean, I, I was trying to help you out because you, you again, you texting your life away over there. Yeah, so. I'm answering questions trying to be a good Samaritan here. Uh-huh. Well, that's fabulous. I was just going <clears> to <throat> say that the number episode that we have reached. In Hold the- on. Let me let me introduce this motherfucking podcast. Oh, nigga, damn. Okay. 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 I'll, damn, let you, nigga. I'll let you do that. I, I mean, I was just trying to help you. Let me get my shit off. I was trying to help somebody. Let me get my shit off. I was just trying to help somebody. All right. Five minutes in. I am Will K, the fucking king, mm-hmm. and this is the Don with the King podcast, episode number 50. Five. Five. Oh, oh nigga. Oh. Not, not, no, not, not, not 12. Not in the cops. Fuck them. Um, episode number 50 of the Don with the King podcast, I am Will K, the king, and I am joined alongside uh, yeah. frequent ho- uh, uh, frequent guests of the show, yeah. Ashley K-A-Y. Yeah. Why is she here to annoy me? I don't know, but she's here. You know, it's your special piece of entertainment. She's a seat filler, a, a highly entertaining seat filler. Yeah, no. Whoa, happy uh, 50th episode, brother. Thank you. 50 episodes. Yes, yes. Um, I'm not gonna point out the fact that this took us two years to get 50 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> We're averaging. Hey, hey, we're we, now, we had to take We're now averaging twenty five episodes a year. <laughs> hey, that that's better I'm than just some. Point that, that is out. better than some. Twenty five episode can, ratio, man, dog. We can think that's, of it. Think shit. of these are like primetime specials that's, that we put uh, out. Just about two episodes uh, per month is what we're averaging right now. But again, think of them as like primetime specials because with primetime specials, they they don't come out three hundred sixty five days a year. You know, like soap operas. It's yeah. so trash. <laughs> when I look at when I look at the two AM podcast, first of all, shout out to Casey and Hendrix. Woo-woo! Them niggas are like hundreds of episodes, and I'm sitting here like, yeah. nigga, y'all gonna get this high fifty though? <laughs> this high fifty though? We, we halfway there. We halfway shit, there. Y'all might not get to forty nine, and when I get inside recorded, and the shit didn't go out a month later. Oh wow, nigga, I only feel like it. No, uh, for real, for okay. real though, we are gonna try to fix that shit. Um. With that being said, welcome to the podcast. We got a few things to get on, um, to get um, off our chest, so to speak. Um, yeah. So, well, first, Ashley, how have you been? Um, I've been pretty good. Um, I've been basically just doing what I was already doing for quarantine. Um, working on. So you haven't ventured out since everything is opening back up. I mean, I, I, we went to a barbecue for Juneteenth. Um, me and the comedy group, you know, Cecily and I. Woo woo! Shout out to Cecily. Um, that's Lex Talk podcast that I'm also the co-host of. And uh, we we celebrated out there, had a real real good time. Um, 
but yeah, no, I, I try to stay away from um, a lot of going outside because at the end of the day, the virus still is out there. It, it did not just die off because now it's hot as fuck outside because everybody in these weird conspiracy theories that they like to make up and throw on Facebook, like, I mean, some I can't believe, but for the most part, a lot of conspiracy theories are just like fucking delusional and like reaches. So, um, and I guess I'm trying to make sure that D is okay because he talked about he suffered a UCL injury in his sleep. I don't know what that is. So. Me neither. But uh, yeah, you could have asked more questions. You know, I'm, I'm asking him if he's okay now. So, um, oh, he just said that. Yeah. Oh, I told you, y'all, I'm shit muted. Uh, of course, you're muted. Um. But yeah, so what are what have you been doing? Are you still being a hermit inside the house? I mean, I work. Of course. I mean, but you work at home. Nah, I was. I still was going in the office once a week. Now it's just twice. Okay. Um. So, I mean, back in being back in the office, I uh, this is the first week I've been to Detroit both days, and so my main location, which is weird, but it is what it is. Uh-huh. Um. I mean, it's interesting. Uh, you just kind of. But that's really been it. I, I just working, working, and working, and then that's pretty much it. Um, working and plotting as I always do. Have you been getting a lot of invites from people um, inviting you to gatherings? Nobody know. Gatherings? Nobody no. People know not to invite me to shit. Oh. <laughs> the people that know to invite me to stuff are only people that will ever invite me to stuff, and they haven't done anything. So, it's it's. I'm not going to everybody event. They know that. Right. They should know that by now. If they don't know, I'm antisocial. I don't like people. So if you have if you know me and you don't know that by now, no slash. Yeah. But no, I. It took me a minute to understand that because I mean I, mean, I was just because every time we met you we first. were out, nigga. Right. I know, and I. So it was like, but it was like the one time a month I went somewhere, <laughs> like other than like when I met up with family or some shit. Like I don't. Yeah. I I did all that shit when I was younger. Like I was, I, nigga. I was, I was in the streets. Right. So now. Uh-huh. Eh? But no, I, I totally Nigga get that. 40, I don't fucking care. I, I'm starting to turn into. I, I'm not in the streets unless I'm on vacation. Uh, yeah, no. Nigga, I, if I'm on vacation, yeah, you'll probably see me in the streets wherever I'm at. I'm at, on, on vacation in whatever city. And But right now, nigga, I ain't going nowhere, dog, because I'm not taking no chance. Exactly. Niggas telling me they was going to Miami and shit like that. I said, all right, you take your stay oh. right there, nigga. Right. Don't bring We don't want you here. back here. Um, and I think yesterday they had a um, a boat fest out by St. Clair Shores. You know my job in there? Yeah. That's an annual thing. What is, I, I've never heard of that thing. until this year. You've never heard of Jobby Nooner? I, I, honestly that is like a I, Michigan I, thing. I, I see. They said it's been around since 1979. It's a, it's a thing. It, it started with the hippies. Okay. The hippie white people getting off their boats in the water and basically... To smoke weed and, and drink and fucking. Ad, do acid. Okay. And fucking. Yeah. Like, and, and you know, black people started attending. I know, I've known people on people like, yeah, I'm going to Jobby Nooner and they be on the boat, half naked. You can see people, people be... Head, your head on the like yeah. it's just like the like, old what, the old on the um, boat? what was those old the old videos when we was in college Freaknik no the old Girls video Girls Gone Wild yes it's like those oh but it's it's like that type of event yeah where niggas is just all on boats and they drunk and you know some chicks you know they, they get a little liquor in their system they start acting out and niggas is just it's, it's, a, it's a fucking it's basically one large ass orgy with boats 
Oh, um, I mean, that's about the best way to describe it. I think I was watching Fox 2, what was it, yesterday or today? Or it, well, what was, yeah. And I saw the report when they were talking about um, the, whatever, the Jubilee or whatever you want to call that. And it was funny because they were talking to like two white couples and then they just put the camera on the black girl because I guess they, it was just, it was weird. And I'm just like, um, they all were like, well, yeah, we're going to have our mask on, but we're probably going to, you know, give people some feet. So we're not all up in their, you know, space and we're not going to at least share too much uh, alcohol between each other. And it was, it's just, it just, it makes me angry because people, they just, they care more <coughs> about wanting to go out and have a good time or go get a haircut and go do unnecessarily privileged things versus trying to save the lives of not only themselves or their loved ones. I don't know. It's I get it. It's summertime. People don't want to be cramped up in the house. They want to be able to venture out and do the same shit they would normally do in the summertime. And I totally get that. But I'm sorry, nigga, lives is at stake. And I, right. and as much as I want to you nigga, I would love niggas want to be out in the sun and summer is summer is that. First of all, I'm at a point in my life where nigga, I will sit up in some air conditioning before I go outside. And exactly. Eat. Me too. I'm like I said, unless I'm on vacation, when I'm on vacation, I will I will be out. I will be out drinking. I will be out wherever the fuck it is. When I'm home, nigga, I'm home, dog. Right. So eh. Unless one of my brothers call me like, yo, we going to do this or we celebrate one of my brother's birthday. It's some like shit like that. an industry event that it's I have not, to attend, but yeah. No, it's I'm not that serious that. to I'm me. Not. It's nothing I'm missing out on where it's just like, and I get it. People been stuck up in the house for three months, so they like, yo, man, the first chance I get, I'm getting out this motherfucker, and I, and I totally understand that shit. But them niggas, it's one thing to say I want to get out the house and another thing to risk your life and really, really fucking confuse it. Yeah, Negro shenanigans. <laughs> That's a, a Lux Talk term, by the way. But coming from two Negroes, well, mm-hmm. a Negro and a half. Oh wow! A Negro and a <laughs> I half. Knew that was a Negro come. and a half. Actually, that would make a good uh, TV show. No, I'm gonna have to write that. A Negro. I'm and pretty a half. sure every every TV show with the light skinned person that was half white was that. I'm pretty sure they had a half Negro on um, girlfriends. One of them was a half Negro. Yeah, right? uh, Tracy Ellis Ross. No, the other one. There was another one where it was part oh, of her story uh, arc. Yeah, she Persia was a Wright. Uh, Lynn. Yes, Lynn. Her, her white brother. Yeah, somebody I remember said that. The N-word or some shit. I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I never watched the show. I just saw a clip of somebody talking about this. Wait, you never watched Girlfriends? Why would I ever watch that show? What? That, that was, that show a, was not a, good. another TV classic. It wasn't. It, it was. was to y'all. I actually, I remember I posed a question years ago when people was like, girlfriends, girlfriend. I'm like, Y'all just really like this show, or y'all just watched it because it was a black show? Because I don't remember the show ever being that great. I mean, but I guess it's, it, it did cater to more of a younger female audience. So Nigga. It, it addressed what? Frazier wrote that show. Yeah, we know he was one of the producers and creators of it, uh, but it also uh, spun the spinoff of the game, which... Which is started. trash. Are you... Fr- wow. That's another trash show. Wow, no, that was not. That's another trash show. It brought us... You know, how much, you know how much trash that show is? How? There were two sets of twins on there, and no nigga, nobody, nobody knew that. What do you mean? Oh, Brittany Daniel and uh, Tia Mori. Yeah, but niggas didn't know Brittany was a twin. Are you serious? That is a picture came out like a year ago, and like, like you niggas didn't know there was twins? Her nigga, y'all ain't never seen Sweet Valley High? Right? Huh? Her sister does photography. Now. I don't know what she does. Oh, uh, y'all niggas are not Sweet Valley High, nigga? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but no, that was because it, it brought us. That was the only intriguing thing about that show. Pooch Hall is trash. Uh, Pooch no. Hall is trash. He, he. Pooch I Hall mean, is trash. 
trash. That, what do you mean? Trash. I mean, I'm not saying. His name like, is Pooch. Okay, yeah, the name is Trash. I don't know whose idea was. It's probably a nickname, but yeah. I don't fucking care. But, his name is Pooch All. Pooch All. I mean. Trash. Yeah, but that's why trash. you don't see him in anything else. But he was perfect for that role. Mm-hmm. No, because did you see the trash. actual pilot? They actually had a different I don't era. fucking care. They had a different person playing There's character. There's always era. different people Yeah, they unveil all the time. I remember going back and watching 18 from the beginning, and there was a different nigga playing face. Um, the like the nigga with the blonde hair. There was a nigga, that, different nigga playing. The nigga oh. that played them initially was dark. Dude had dark hair. Yeah, I mean, totally different nigga. Yeah, people. Get, There's always different niggas in pilots. Uh, duh. Like how so in the original them. Family Matters, like before Judy, we had the original Judy. I don't remember. And any she was of only that. in the first episode. Like literally, I she was in the pilot, and that was that. Any of that? I remember it was something else that didn't that, that had a different. It was it's a bunch of shows where the pilot had a different person playing roles, and but the most I remember the pilot for the show Detroit with the cop show where the shit was recorded in Atlanta and niggas in Detroit was heated. Oh, <laughs> I remember that. I. When they recorded the rest of the show in Detroit. This was years ago. It was all. Wait, you talking about Detroit 187? Yes, Detroit 187. Okay, yeah, because I knew. I mean, Remember, some of my Kyle people had a in the industry thing. was Kyle on there. Kyle had a little thing on there when he was. In, he yeah, was uh, I mean, I, I knew of a couple other people I know was on there. Yeah, um, but the first episode wasn't recorded in Detroit. It was recorded in Atlanta because the city council was being bitchy. pussies. Yeah. So. They had to record in Atlanta, and so it was one season. A lot of people were pissed that it didn't get renewed for season two. I mean, because it got good. It, was, yeah. it ended up getting a good, being a good show, but you know. Yeah. Again, they always fucking hate on Detroit. Mm-hmm. But it, that. Only, only, look, the only cop shows that work are New York or fucking Chicago. Apparently. Well, Miami. This shit gone now. Ain't no Miami shows no more. Well, wait, Miami Vice is done now, right? Are you talking about the new Miami Vice? Yeah. I don't remember that still being on. They, re- they revamped it for CBS. Oh, I didn't know shit was still on. Because uh, my mom was talking about the other night, talking about, so, ooh, yeah, Miami Vice is back on. I got to make sure I catch uh, up. And I, that like, shit ain't going to last if it is. I don't know. But because I thought that's not the first thing they tried to reboot it. Um, it's yeah. been rebooted before. Yeah, but you know now these days they're trying work. to reboot yeah, it's like just, they, they just canceled Lethal Weapon. Uh-huh. That shit got canceled. Well, that's because they, the dude, the dude that played... Uh, Mel Gibson's character, he he was an asshole, and I guess after the first or second season or something like that, he was being an ass, and they fired him, and they tried to replace him with the dude to play Stifler in American Pie, oh, and Lord. the shit just didn't take. It just didn't <sighs> take, so the show, they ended up canceling him. I'm surprised Brooklyn Nine-Nine is still on. Uh, but I remember it got picked up because eventually it got fired. It's it NBC. Yeah, NBC picked it up after they got canceled yeah. off CBS. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sorry, Fox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was originally Fox. Fox. Well, whatever the case may be, we we off on a tangent right now. Oh no, um, <laughs> we jumped all the way to TV shows. To uh, we off on a tangent right now. Um, uh, all right, so there's been a lot going on. Um, well, first before I start, I want to you know say rest in peace to Rihanna Taylor, rest in peace to Amal Aubrey, rest in peace mm-hmm. to George Floyd. Uh, rest in peace to uh, Rashard Brooks. Message priest to um, what's the kid's name? Uh, Elijah. Elijah McCain. McLean. I'm not sure. I want to make sure I get it right. But it's and this is a story. And that story. And that's a whole nother. Yeah, McLean. Sorry, Elijah McLean. And that story is from like almost a year ago, and mm. we just hearing about the shit. And it just speaks to how we just. It's it's always something. And so 
We're still waiting for the cops and the Breonna um, Taylor murder to get arrested. Um, one or two. One, one has, has been gotten fired. arrested, right? One got or fired. Yeah, okay. They keep saying fire. I don't fucking care. I want them niggas under the fucking jail. How about that? They need a death penalty. Sure, even at the this dudes point, that throw shot a death George, penalty at them. The dudes that shot uh, to kill George Floyd, one of the dudes is at the fucking grocery store. Nigga, no. You can't get out on bail because you know some white people bailed them out. Right. But what is he? Don't even look like he's all the way white, though. Is he a different? I don't know like, what ethnicity? he is, but it was already. I mean, I, mean, I'm, I don't know what he is. I just know that nigga's a bitch. Whatever the case may be. So I want to get into some shit. So all right. So one of the bigger. Topics that came out over the last week and a half. So, about a month ago or so, No Name. Oh, no, so for, for people that don't know, No Name is an artist. Um, she's dropped a couple albums. I haven't. I've never heard her music. Me neither. Um, but she's also an activist. She posts a lot on Twitter, and she's uh, she's really active into, you know, black empowerment and things like that. And she's always, you know, she's she does her thing. So she tweeted something to the effect of people is out here hurting, getting killed, and your favorite artist ain't ain't said a fucking peep. Whole catalog be about black empowerment and they ain't said a word. Now, I think I saw somebody post that tweet. Mm-hmm. And in my head, the first person I can't I, first thing I thought about was like, oh, she that's a shot at Cole or Kendrick. I'm not even Cole or Kendrick. And I can tell that that was a shot at them. Because mm-hmm. if them them the only niggas on the top that talk about the shit she's talking about. Right. So I can understand if the assumption coming from any one of them was like, yo, she taking a shot at me. So what of course came was J. Cole, who had, first of all, had been out in the streets protesting. So right. I want to point that he out. He was marching. Yeah, he didn't say them. shit because he was actually out doing the work, which I prefer. Exactly. You can like, talk all day, nigga, but I want you to actually be out there doing something. Yeah, that that gets fucking annoying when people just hop on social media and say, like, today I was out doing this, 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 that, and the third. It's just like, okay, you want a cookie for that? Like, So he dropped a song called Snow and a Bluff, which I, when I saw it. I laughed. Wait, the funniest <laughs> thing is I woke up to everybody saying Snow and the Bluff is trending. And I was like, why the fuck is Snow in the Bluff trending? Because <laughs> I remember, remember a, we watched that movie? I had a flashback. Dude. I was like, dog, no. That was the worst. I said that the whole world just rediscovered this shit? Lord. So oh, I was man. worried. I was worried. And for you niggas that don't know about Snow in the Bluff, Google it. Yes. And you will is be it upset. on? It might be. Is it on Netflix? No, it bet it's not on there on Warren. I'm sure it was not. But oh. no. No, they've upgraded since then. That was back in their early infancy when they were really just, you know, getting this shit right. popping. Hmm. But wherever the case may be, so damn, we've actually been streaming on Netflix for damn near eight years now, eight nine years. Because wow. I was still living over there on down the street when you know, we watched Snow on the Bluff. No, we were at my, uh, Gino's but apartment. I'm saying out. I was it's still the... living down. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I get, I got what you meant. Whatever yeah. the case may be, so J Cole made a song. Cost known above. And in the song, he he starts up the saying, look, niggas think I'm deep, they think I'm intelligent because I got um, you know, they they're they're convinced by my college degree that I know a lot of shit, or because I I, I talk about what I be thinking about and I'm just observing shit and, and giving my opinion on it. Niggas somehow look to me as just like aficionado on what they should be doing or what we need to do as a people. And that's not it. Like that, I'm not I'm just a, I'm just a regular nigga like y'all. I just have I just point out I just have a platform. So when I'm thinking about something, typically I put it in a song. 
So if I'm observing some fuck shit, my my first activity is to put it out there. It's like, yo, I have a problem with this, or I don't think this is right. But it's just that I have a platform to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm just, but I'm just like, yo, I don't have the answers. I'm not the nigga that knows all the answers. I don't read a lot, so it's not like I'm just well read and I'm out here just dropping gems. I'm just seeing shit and saying, yo, that's fucked up. We need to get our our people need to be treated better. Right. Just like anybody else with common fucking sense. But because I'm in the position I am, people put me on this pedestal where they assume I'm just this, I'm supposed to be the nigga they look to for that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not better than anybody else. And he also gets her credit saying, look, you're, you know this shit. You on top of this shit. You doing your thing. I'm not that nigga. So, and so... That was his an overarching point of the song was just like, yo, I'm not. I'm willing to learn and I, whatever I'm missing out on. Yeah, I yeah, look. But his overarching point, and so then he and so then he mentioned the word tone, mm-hmm. and people and and look. So when he said tone, everybody took that as oh, you telling you trying to tone police a black woman. Here's my thing. Oh Lord! Whether you are black, whether you're a woman or man, I if I have a problem with the way you say something, or if I take offense to the way you said something, I'm gonna tell you. Right? Why can't I say, "Yo, I don't like the way don't I don't like your tone. Mm-hmm. I don't like the way you said that." But he, everybody took that as somehow an attack on all black women, and that's why I have the issue. Mm-hmm. Look, was the timing wrong? Yes, the timing was wrong, especially when we had the. The young activist woman who had just got killed like a couple of days before. We had other right. women, people missing. So was it at the right timing? Probably not. It was definitely not the right timing. But the message was him just saying, yo, I'm not the nigga y'all should be looking to for this shit. I'm still learning this shit like y'all. Right. And then he also said, yo, she's somebody y'all probably should pay to, pay a much attention to. Now, he didn't even mention her name, but everybody just assumed he was talking about her. So we're just going on the premise that it was directed at her. Mm-hmm. Whatever the case may be. And then she but, ended up apologizing, right? Well, no, she just said she wished she hadn't responded because eventually he dropped his song. The whole world tried to cancel J. Cole. And then she eventually dropped the little song and basically responded. And so she only said she wished she hadn't responded because if she responds, people look like she was trying. She was just, she did it for attention. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason why she was like, I just don't, it, it's, I'm only, all I'm doing is adding to the distraction that I accused him mm-hmm. of doing. Right. So, that's what she was saying. And so I understood what she was saying. People said she shouldn't apologize. I said she wasn't apologizing because she felt bad as a black woman. She said, I just, all I'm doing is doing what I just accused him of doing, which doesn't make sense. I'm distracted from the issue. I, in the song, she talks about how I talked about all these things and that's the part he got, he got upset about. Mm-hmm. And so all you're doing is you're just responding, adding more to the distraction that you said you were trying not to call. So that's what I'm saying. So I understand what she was trying to get at. But somebody, and it's like every time somebody says something that has a platform and they're in a position where people, a lot of people hear their voices, everybody seems to think they're trying to make a, 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 a blanket statement about everybody that fits in that category. And it's like, no, <clears throat> she wasn't saying she's sorry for all black women. She just felt like she shouldn't. She fed into the shit because she's a rapper first. And so when somebody kind of come at you, you go respond. Right. But she felt like after the fact, like, shit, I thought better of it. I probably shouldn't have said this shit because it really ain't the time for it. It's not it's not adding to anything. All it's doing is making things more divisive. And that was pointless. Mm-hmm. And his point was, and this is a point I have to a lot of people. It's a point I made this point when we talked to Ricky last time. If you have if a person is trying to learn or get better. 
or they're trying to understand what's going on as far as what they can do. Instead of calling them out and saying, yo, y'all ain't said shit. Hey, yo, we want you to say something because we look to you for this. Or just approach him on some straight up seat, like, yo, we haven't heard from you. We're just kind of wondering, like, what's going on? And, uh, like, there was a way to say it, but to attack him on a way of saying, oh, y'all niggas, all y'all whole careers about your shit. Y'all ain't said a word. Like, no. Mm-hmm. But, and that's my thing. I understand what he was trying to say is like, yo, why do people who think because they know shit that they get to talk down to me because I don't know as much as them? And that was his point is the way she presented is like, yo, I'm woke and you ain't on my level because you're not seeing shit. That's That's how a lot of woke people act. That's how people... And so his point was, and this is the issue I have with a lot of people. I know I don't know shit, but people that know me or people that I've met think say, say, I think I'm a know-it-all. You do. I I don't. don't. You do. I don't, though. That's the funny thing is I don't. You do. No, I don't. I know what I know. Uh, yeah, but if you, it's some shit, you, if you gonna argue me about something I know, then yeah, you are gonna get pushed back all day. If I don't know, I'm gonna argue about it. Yeah, yeah. And if I do, it's only arguing my opinion, mm-hmm. not knowing like I don't know more than you. Like I'm never gonna argue about acting. I can only give you my opinion because I don't act. I can only ever offer my opinion on acting and things like that. But I can never tell you, yo, you should do it this way. Or you should try it that way. That's not. That's never going to be a case. Now, if it's if you have an idea, and I, I might give you advice on how to tweak it, but that's only because I'm still a creative. So there's on some level I'm still going to do that. But I might not be specifically an expert in what you do as an actress. It's just not. That's not my skill set. Mm-hmm. So I'll always I'll give my opinion though. But that isn't. I'm not gonna. If I don't know anything about something, if I'm not well, like I'm not up to speed on something, I'm not gonna. I don't get into debate with somebody about some shit I don't know. Now, if I know it, if it's something I know I have experience with, oh, I will argue to the cows come home. For sure. For sure. That's not going to ever be a question. Especially when I know you're wrong. Oh, you never win that argument. Or your opinion or your opinion is, or your what you're trying to say doesn't make sense. Or when you give your opinion, you have no facts to base your opinion on. You're just saying shit off the sky. I have an issue with that. And that's just me. But I'm a, I'm nitpicky that way. Like, nigga, I need you to, like, don't just say shit. Like, why are you saying this? Why do you believe that's true? Like, I'm asking this question. But with that being said, yeah, people, if you really, I'm going to know it all. I don't believe it, but I can also help people's perception of who I am. At the same time, if I don't, if you don't know something, I'm never going to berate you. Oh, you don't fucking know as much as me. <laughs> oh, you're stupid. Or you should know these things. Do I sometimes want to? Fuck yes. Uh-huh. But I don't because it's not constructive. At the same time, I actually enjoy teaching people or sharing information with people. You know me. If I know how to do something or if I know a way to make something better, I will share that information immediately. I want to see everybody around me be successful. I want to I want to see everybody um, achieve something great. So if you, I see, you've always preached about so that. So when you, when I see somebody doing something, or you have, it's say, yo, I have this idea. All right, look, let's talk about your idea. Let's flesh this shit out. Let's figure out how to make this shit happen. That's me. I'm gonna always be that person because I'm gonna be, I'm everybody's <laughs> biggest cheerleader. Mm-hmm. I'm always gonna be that person because I just take pride in being able to help my uh, anybody with any, achieve anything. And if I can just. Even if it's just a little nudge, like I had one of my friends who 
she recently started doing like a, she started on YouTube page baking and we I asked her about it and she was seeing how she you know I'm just learning I'm being consistent I said and she said plus she's not sure if it's like the right time with everything going on I said well you gotta understand I said I said the biggest thing for me and I said I learned this and I was telling her like, I learned this with my podcast like me figuring out what I wanted this podcast to be took at least a year and a half we're two years into it, and it took me a year and a half to figure <coughs> out what I wanted this podcast to be, because I had this idea in my head initially, but that idea just didn't work out the way I planned it, and so I have to kind of accept my podcast for what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be me and a consistent co-host, most likely. You're probably the most consistent person I have on this podcast. Yeah. So, and that, and that may change one day when people's situations change, but for now, it's it's my podcast, whatever, who else wants to be a part of it, and We'll talk about whatever's going on and whatever we decide to have a conversation about, and that's just what it's going to be. But I, it, it took me a while to kind of just say, yo, that's what my podcast is. I, I didn't want to accept that. But it's also that consistency thing. And she was like, you know, just knowing to put up consistent content. I said, well, that consistent, I said, the biggest thing is you want to make sure, and she, and, and she said, well, I need, probably need to set aside time. I said, yeah, I would probably set aside a certain amount of time every day to do it or however, however often you want to do it. And do it that way versus just kind of doing this for the moment. I said, also, and she said, well, this, you know, maybe the timing is off. I said, we understand something. Well, yes, there's a lot going on in the world. Everybody still needs a distraction, even if for a moment. And something sure. positive is not, because if you see negativity all day, time. you yeah. won't be stressed the fuck out. So if sometimes people want to sit back and relax and not have to worry about all the shit that's going on in the world, and they want to sit back and just chill and watch you bake or whatever the case may be. Sometimes it's some, for some people that's an escape. So exactly. even if you you may not feel it's the right time, it may, it's probably more needed because of what's going on. So don't think of, um, that you're doing something to distract people. Doing something, it's a healthy distraction. There are such things as that. So I think that helped her because and sometimes it's just like, yo, I want to see if I, if I see you have a passion for something, I'm always root for you. Mm-hmm. And if I have if I have a way of offering advice or 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 even just being lent in the ear when you're stressed out or you're trying to bounce an idea off me, so be it. I just I'm always gonna be a shield for everybody. But I'm never gonna even if I have more information than somebody. For example, Cecily asking me about equipment. Mm-hmm. I have a problem telling her what to get, right? Because I know she's trying to achieve something, and I know I don't want to have to go to a studio and pay for it every time when I can get my equipment. That's the reason why I did this myself. So that's the whole point. I'm all about ownership and doing shit myself. And that's why I don't, and I don't mean to interrupt, I don't get why people like act like that when you post some information and somebody's like, oh, well, that's cute. Where'd you buy that at? Or, oh, that looks nice, yo. Can I get information? And they never respond or they just act like, ugh, like, who the fuck are you? Because like, people, because, so there's this thing. I, so I understand to some extent there's a lot. So people have this thing, and I, I, it's the, it kind of goes to the crowd of, use your Google, like Google it or some shit. It's that generation of, I look for the information, why can't you? Which is fine. I understand it to some extent. However, you don't, there's a way to say, hey, you can give somebody a starting point. Because the reality is there is so much information. Some people will start looking for information and not really know where to go. Mm -hmm. Because you get different opinions on things. You get different ideals. People have different points of view on things and so you're never gonna always get the same consensus on what the answer is that you're looking for when i decided to start a podcast all the ideas and things and i looked up there's so many fucking different avenues and different ways and different methods there's no one size fits all way to do this shit so 
you kind of have to navigate it yourself. So on that level, I understand. However, if I could help point a person in the right direction, say, yo, I might not have to give you the answers, but I can say, yo, these are the things you're going to need. You're going to need this, 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 and this, 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 and this. From there, you can do the research. Now, if you need additional help and you ask, I'll point you, I'll give you some recommendations. But that's just because if you're going to do this shit, I want you to do it right. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to just tell you, oh, yeah, if you're going to do some shit, I want you to be successful at it. I'm never going to set nobody up for failure. And so I don't, I, and I don't, it's not that I owe it to you or you owe me, you're going to owe me for it. That's just my personality. I'm going to look out for you. I'm going to help you out if you ask me. If you ask me for advice on something, you ask me for a recommendation on something, I'm going to give you the information that I have because what's the point of fucking information if you're keeping it all to yourself? Right. What's the point? Right. It's not hurting me to give you that information. It's not taking anything out of me to give you the information that you need to do what you need to do. If that information could actually be a blessing in disguise. People don't realize, like, I mean, blessings come in different ways. I believe forms. in paying shit forward. Right. I believe in paying shit forward. I'm not where I want to be with this shit. I'm nowhere near it. And I got a whole bunch of other shit that I have in the tuck that niggas, when they see it, believe me, you're going to see it. But until that happens... I'm not out here like just uh, giving away ideas and shit. Right. At the same time, I'm always giving a free game. Look, I don't. I don't know everything, but I know what I know. So what's the point of me not sharing it? Mm-hmm. Like I'm never gonna be. I, I hate information hoarders. Like nigga, no information is meant to be shared. Right. It's not meant for you to like just keep to yourself. That's the point. Because the game it supposedly is to be so, not to be told. Just stupid. But people, people do what they want, and so. My only thing, like I said, the only thing with the J. Cole no-name thing, and like I said, like I said, the timing for J. Cole was wrong. He, the timing was off. What he said was not wrong because ultimately he, and, 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 I, and I don't want this to be, I didn't want this, I don't know how it turned into a whole, he's telling a black woman and it, it, it became an attack on black women. It's like, no. It's the same thing he would say to anybody else tone-wise, like, yo, if I have a problem with your tone, whether you're a black woman or a man, if I'm in a relationship with a woman, black woman or whatever, and she says certain like, yo, like your tone is a little, it's a little aggressive. And that's anybody. If it's a nigga on the street and he talked to me a certain way, y'all, homie, you need to watch your tone. Right. Like it's the same fucking thing. But somehow if I see it, 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 somehow everybody took it as him attacking a black woman. It's like, no, he saw a tweet, kind of felt a way about it and expressed that. And somehow everybody took that as an attack on black women tone. And it's like, yeah, yeah. Y'all reaching, and I understand, right. and that's the one thing I hate. People be reaching for shit. They be reaching for shit. Like mm-hmm. I said, the timing was wrong, but the, the 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 whole trying to cancel J Cole type shit, that shit's dumb. That was dumb. It was overblown. It was stupid. Reaching is basically like the 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 one step close to conspiracy theorist um, people, because. Um, Speaking of conspiracy theories, so we talked about this in in pre in pre production, so to speak. That was our segi, our segi. I guess. Say the word right, segue. No, that's a joke. Cause I'm aware. I'm, I I get the joke. Mm-hmm. I just I'm a grammar Nazi. I know you are. I am. I doubt never deny that. Okay, cool. <laughs> Whatever the case may be, I am a card carrying member of the grammar Nazi society. Wow. Whatever the case may be. Why do black people believe in conspiracy theories, theories no much? And so this is my premise. Am I saying that conspiracy theories, some of these theories, 
aren't realistic, some aren't true, some aren't accurate. No, I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is this. As a black person in America, they have not hid the fact that they don't like us. They have not hid the fact that they don't want us in positions of power. They have not hit the fact that they don't want us to be successful in this country. So why then do you think they need to do this shit behind the scenes when this shit has been in our faces for hundreds of fucking years? They've been doing this shit to our face and telling us about it and they've been doing it anyway. Forever. No conspiracy theory. They just, look, they don't like you. You're black. You're not you're 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 a second class citizen in this country. But you don't believe that there also is a secret society like you know Freemasons and Freemasons are not a, free, a secret society, and every Freemason I've ever met hates that fucking theory because <laughs> there are a bunch of them in Michigan, especially in Detroit. Oh yeah, I and know a couple. They think it's like why? Where did this shit come from? It's the same with the whole. All of these artists are in the Illuminati. <laughs> I mean, it's the same. Yeah. No, it's stupid because. You never, and that's and it's part of that whole idea, because white people don't ever say that the white people that are successful or rich and famous are somehow in the Illuminati. Uh, they said that about Tom Cruise. They said, but Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise was because that was Scientology. That's different. But he was already rich before he got into Scientology. That's different. Scientology is a cult. Yes, they are. That was a that's that was a straight what, up. It cult. was funny when I was out in L.A. The sci- people from Scientology literally tried to like. Yeah, that was straight, that's a straight up cult, but that's like, different. No. Everybody knew about that. But Scientology is straight up. It's no different than any other Ponzi scheme or fucking pyramid scheme. It's the same thing. Whatever the case may be. But somehow, but white people don't just, oh, yo, you're famous. Like, you got rich off of music? Yeah, you must have sold your soul. I have literally never, and I mean never, heard a white person utter those words. Because white privilege. They expect to be successful. So if one of them just happens to have a talent and that, per- that talent affords them opportunity to be more successful, they're not shooting them down like, oh, yo, you must have did something to do that. That's just like, that's, that, there's, that, that theme is not there. That mystique is not there. But in the black community, partly because, or largely because, we've been programmed to believe that black people shouldn't be successful or they're not meant to be successful in this world. So if one of us breaks through, it's not your talent because first of all, everybody thinks they just as talented as I'm just as funny as him. No, you're not. No, you're not. I can actually get as hurt. No, you can't. I can sing. No, you can't. I no, you fucking can't. You're trash. You're fucking tra- also, sidebar. People need to make sure be I'm more honest with their friends and tell them they're trash. Mm-hmm. For two reasons. For one, your friend don't even be out here embarrassing themselves if they really are trash. <laughs> And not just embarrassing themselves, you're partly responsible because you didn't tell any of trash. So is they're it, embarrassing your themselves. Is it and shade you. to somebody? No, it's in general. Okay. Just a general thing. Okay. But with that being said, the other thing is this. If you don't tell your friend trash, like my thing is this. If you tell your friends trash that they're trash, that one of two things is going to happen, hopefully. Either they're going to say, yo, you're right, I'm trash, I need to stop. Or I'm trash, I need to improve. And to me, that determines to me whether or not you're going to actually be successful in something. Because, for example, Big Sean was not that great. He was borderline trash when he first started. He mm-hmm. came out. I, I agree. He was borderline trash. I agree. Sean has come a long way, but he put the work in. Mm-hmm. I am sure 
that he got criticism from people like Yay and shit like that. You were talking about, you about to get dropped. So he wasn't performing to the level he should have been doing, but he fixed it. There are a lot of artists. You could clearly tell that somebody didn't tell their trash one day. So they thought that shit was hot and they kept going. All the niggas in Detroit I know that are popping, a lot of them niggas heard that. A lot of niggas never told them I'm trash. I get a T Grizzly or a fucking Soda Baby. And, and Dope Boy Cash out. So, that being said, um, what were you saying? Shit. Um, about oh, conspiracy theory. So, but I only hear that from black people. I remember the first time I started hearing about the Illuminati show, I was still working at Sprint. He was working. I was still working at Sprint. <laughs> you said your first time hearing The first about time it. hearing about this whole rappers are in the Illuminati <laughs> shit was when I was at Sprint. And I'm like, what the fuck are y'all talking about? Okay, I, I would say because as me being an artist and having to be basically in the industry, I, I would say think about it from this perspective because this I, I have people that have actually been in Hollywood and worked on sets out there and stuff like that where um, certain directors and producers wanted to offer them like bigger roles or you know, more pay in exchange for a sexual act. Or but doing yeah, something that's, that's but that's a common practice. That's not a secret society. That's that's pay for play. And that shit even, is an exact thing has been around forever. It's the reason why niggas like Harvey Weinstein are going to jail now. Oh that's yeah, a, but uh, be, look, people say that porn based on the casting couch thing. Yeah, uh, well, just, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I do believe that because it's like people. There are certain. Entities that do like for certain. Is there a power structure in the world? Yes, and there are people in positions of power. Mm-hmm. But am I going to automatically assume that all of the black artists? Because right, again, I mean, I'm not saying all black again, artists but this are. Is what we hear about, we only hear about the apparently all the successful. Uh, black no, artists. I've heard. Whoa, I've heard I, a couple of white people who, being supposedly whoa, Lady and, Gaga. Yeah, and black, and black people, only black people say that. I ain't never heard white people say that. <laughs> I've never... Well, okay, white people won't because... White people won't say... That's the thing. Black people won't. are the ones that say this shit. I've only heard these theories from black people. I have never... If you go search any Illuminati theory about music industry, you will not find a white guy narrating. <laughs> it is always a bald white black guy. Who clearly has not left his who home in six years. Who was a pastor at church? Or has not left his church in six years. Who spends his days playing records backwards... <laughs> Say six 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 on the Jay Z Black album. I ain't gonna lie, I actually threw nigga, that out. That is called audio <laughs> artifacts, nigga. There is a bunch of shit. Also, and I, I made this point before. If you give me nothing but time to sit at home and not work and not do shit else, but go and examine every fucking song a person made, I'm going to find some shit that can look offensive. I don't care who the fuck it is. Look, you, you give me a Yanni song, nigga, I'm going to find some shit where he says some shit that sounded like this. Remember when um fucking um, Mercy came out? The Kanye. Uh-huh. The, oh, that, that that person down that see that's they that he talking devil shit on that patois. <laughs> that is a sample of an old patois song, nigga. <laughs> no, remember the three six mafia one. Uh, I think it was still fly. If but you, they they literally named themselves three six mafia because they used to do that horrorcore shit. They did the shit on purpose. Yeah. for years. Yeah. Niggas was. But the ju- crazy part was, ain't Juicy J a pastor now, or he's like? No, Juicy is a rapper. He's getting a password. Or his dad was a minister. Probably could be. Yeah, could be. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. But shit, eh, eh, eh. Um, eh. But no, like, yo, it's just like, dog, y'all gotta stop. Because 
again, like I remember JC, JC said one time, look, y'all niggas got that much time to really just kind of sit there and it's like, you know, they, what it boils down to is this. But what it boils down to is this, and JC made this clear. The the issue is, and this is a prime example of it. Y'all spend all that time, all the time you spent coming to this theory, this conspiracy theory. You know how much great shit you could have been doing. But because what happens is, and this happened early on when I got to my current job. Because when I first got in, in that job, you have to have a, you come in as a certain rep, you have a 10 years, two years, I'm oh, sorry, 27 months, so it's two years plus your 90 days. You have to wait before you can get promoted. When I first got there, one of the managers told me, yo, yes, you have a two, 27 month tenure, but if they think you're good, they can waive that shit. Right, oh cool. yeah, they did. Well, yeah, but before that, I, when I was on the floor interacting with people that had been there for years, and I would mention that to them, they were like, "Man, no, nah, they don't never do that shit. They don't, they don't waive nobody to you. My one friend is one other person, and they kept telling me all these people that who teams who didn't get waived, and so they make you think like the shit's impossible because they don't see anybody doing it, and they can't see themselves ever doing it. So for them, it just looks like it's some shit that's not possible." Took me 14 months, so a little half, almost half, actually half of that 27 months here. I was over there, 14 months. So, what I'm saying is, and that's 14 months where 12 of them I really was bullshitting the whole time. I didn't really start working on her until like two months after my year was up, my first year, because I was trying to leave at first. So, mm-hmm. like, my thing is, there's this whole idea that people look at somebody and they say, I could have never got that far I can't see myself doing that and people put their own limitations on other people because they don't believe they have the skill set or the ambition or the thought or the wherewithal to do or accomplish a certain level of success they assume that oh if you did it you must have sold your soul because or if they see you and they say I got a similar talent I should be in your spot because I'm better than you apparently you're not and, re- and there's two, usually two reasons why you're not. Because here's my thing. I tell people all the time. There's two factors when somebody is successful. Work ethic and talent. And then if you ask somebody which is most important, they're probably going to tell you talent, and I'm going to tell you you're a dumbass. You're very stupid. Because talent don't mean shit. shit. If you don't know what you're, if you're not gonna work, and I preach that all the time, and I know people probably get sick of it because, like, again, I I went to school for acting, so I am a trained actress, so I tend to be very bougie about certain things I require. No, that I require as far as like what productions I allow myself to be a part of. Like, I don't just go out and audition for any and everything just so I can say I'm booked and busy, because a lot of these projects miss a lot of like the basic uh, like work ethic skills and it is just I, that's not something that I want to be a part of so I get that part so I just I feel like but yeah it's just one of those things where I can be the most talented songwriter I could be the most talented singer for example my cousin Ro I love Ro to death dang we learn something new about Ro every day <laughs> But Ro, Ro was always talented as a kid. Like he could tell he was going to like 
he had he was wait sad. did he audition for a commercial or he was on set for a commercial he was, it, was, it was a commercial and he got stage fright okay yeah i do but remember that beyond that when i got back into music in 2008 or nine mm-hmm. i remember the first person i approached was him because Ro and me would have these conversations all the time, and Ro would be like, he would see certain artists and be like, shit, that person has my career. That person has my career. And so I'm like, well, nigga, are you putting the work in? Because you keep talking about that person has your career, but that nigga's working, you're sitting here. And that's my only issue, is if you're not putting the work. So when I got, when I started doing my music shit, of course he's the first person I come to. We recorded one song. And the song wasn't bad. It didn't never got mixed or anything. Oh, yeah. I think you told me that. But my thing is, we never did any work after that. He never came to me. He never wanted to work because he was always busy with everything else. And I'm a firm believer that you make time for the shit you want to do. Yep. Same thing with my little brother. When I first did this shit, he came to me. He was like, I want to sing. And I didn't even know my brother could sing at the time. But I heard him sing. And once I heard him, I said, okay, you have talent. You need some vocal lessons to enhance your range. So I said, we'll find you vocal lessons. We found, and I said, I'll even go half with you on the shit. So we did it. We paid for his vocal lessons. He supposed to go back for a second round. He never did. He never came to me about it. So my thing is, I'm only going to do so much, but you got to put, you got to be showing me you put willing to work. Right. And a lot of people aren't willing to put the work in that it takes to get to that level. So then you can't look at somebody else that's at that level and say, oh, and that person must have did something. Because you don't know the work. But then Niggas don't also, understand the work that it takes to get to that point. And then for those people, though, that will also end up tying into there, there are people that will take the easy way to get to the top, meaning like they're doing sexually explicit stuff or they're taking a certain type of drugs or like, I mean, it. there is, I do believe that there is some sort of a, 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 a secret society in Hollywood. There person. is a secret society in a lot of things in this world. But do I think that all the black people in artistry are... In, well, no, in, not no. all black people. But that is the specific thing I have a problem with. Because some reason, for the a world that has literally kept black people under their thumb, y'all automatically, y'all, y'all actually assume that they're going to let us in now? That's not how that works. So, that's what I have a problem with. So, and it's just the conspiracy theories in general, it just takes lack of thought. Anybody could post a video on Some YouTube. Some are hilarious, though. Some are stupid. Some are stupid. <laughs> Some are hilarious and entertaining. But it's like, really? Y'all believe this dumb shit? Y'all actually believe this is true? Y'all are fucking idiots. Like, and it's just crazy to me. Um, and that was that. The, the whole 5G thing. Oh, like Lord. 5G barely that, 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 that got ridiculous. That got real like, ridiculous. It was just stupid. It was so fucking dumb. Because apparently 5G... Nobody reads actual information. 5G, 5G not was part of the coronavirus. Brought 5G spreading. had been on those towers forever. Secondly, those And it t- also causes radiation. Apparently, which yeah, but is, it doesn't broadcast nearly at the frequency that it take to actually even ever cause that. And it would have to it'd be that you had to be there for months. To years sitting right by it for it to happen. People are stupid. People just believe that the government is after them so much that they believe that, hey, anything somebody says about the government doing some shit, that shit's real. Um, 
And look, while the government does some fucked up shit, they do. Some of the theories you motherfuckers come up with are <laughs> fucking dumb. But they, they, it would make for good fucking stories. It's so. stupid. I'm They're sorry. Like, good stories and all, I have a certain limit of uh, from the level of stupidity I'm willing to accept most days. So, if it's too stupid for me to actually like process, my brain's gonna hurt. I'm gonna be upset. So, <laughs> I'm gonna just walk away. Oh man. So, yeah. Also, for you guys, when I when I have my first Illuminati meeting, I'll invite you guys. <laughs> and that would not be because if I ever get success, that's I'm exactly not I'm not joining. As, Illuminati. as soon as I get success, as soon as I have my first success, nigga, I got signed deal with Spotify. Niggas gonna say, oh, oh shit. shit, can't join the Illuminati. And you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with that shit, huh, rap. I'm gonna be <laughs> like, y'all, nigga, this meeting is great. <laughs> nigga, we talking about how we about to eliminate you, motherfuckers. <laughs> And then you go walk in with a uh, Illuminati T-shirt. I'm gonna play that <laughs> shit up, nigga. I will. F- y'all niggas gonna hate me. Don't ever hey. let me get no amount of success. And you gotta get a uh, at pyramid. This shit. You know you gotta get the pyramid. Best uh, believe, <laughs> I'm gonna play that shit up so hard. You niggas is. Oh y'all think I'm an Illuminati? Oh well, let me show you niggas. Like y'all niggas gonna really think it. I'm gonna play that shit up so hard. Nigga gonna be Illuminati intro on the podcast, nigga. Like, y'all niggas no, gonna it's the, hate it's the, uh, Ministry of Darkness. Uh, y'all t- niggas gonna hate me, bruh. Start sacrificing people like back in those days. All right, so. Huh. So another thing that came up recently. Um, all right, so. You niggas. Yeah, see, I use that. That term you lose it. No, no, no. I use it. I use it. You niggas. So you niggas want y'all. Y'all want D Wade to hate his daughter so bad that y'all now are saying D Wade is gay because he keeps changing his hair color. Well, they've been said that. I, this is the first I've ever heard of it, and now it's because he keeps changing his hair color. Nigga, he retired. He can do the fuck he want. Niggas like dog. I'm done. That nigga is married to Gabrielle Union. Yeah. He can do what the fuck he wants, dog. And some people are saying that he's trying to, like, be another form of Dennis Rodman. No, he just, he posted a picture where he, uh, Dennis Rodman tweeted it, and he's like, yo, he shows up. But he's just dying his hair color. Nigga, niggas do shit with their hair. He grew the braids out at one point, and he cut that shit. He's just doing shit because he, he's retired. He rich as hell. He bored. He's fucking bored, niggas. So look, if he want to dye his fucking hair, then so fucking be it, nigga. Is it affecting you? No. What well, really what it boils down to is this. You niggas still mad about Zaya Wade. So now y'all want to take shot. I, I saw one meme said, all oh, this time we thought it was Chris Boss, but really it was D-Wade. You niggas want him to be gay so bad because y'all want him to hate his daughter and not support his child. That's really what this boils down to. You niggas want him to be gay because it just it just fits into whatever narrative y'all clear why, why a man would support their child the way he did was I. That's eventually y'all just can't and understand all, that shit. But I also say because he lets Gabrielle Union eat his ass. So it's, like, niggas been talking shit. Niggas ain't niggas been letting chicks eat, um toss their salad for a very long time. That shit is not new. Of course, but it's a very know. common thing. But niggas don't. Yeah. <coughs> niggas but, probably still have basic sex. They probably don't know these things. I'm not into this shit, but I know people are. Yeah. But also, I guess people also still pick with Gabrielle Union too because of how like she came about into D Wade's life. And they were he wasn't with his freaking ex when they was together? 
But they they were saying that she was still somewhat responsible for ruining. No, they wasn't. She had shit to do with that. Her and his ex had already fell out before they ever got together. Mm-hmm. People are just stupid. If people pay attention to what their fucking relate, people just read some shit. Social media wasn't what it is now. Niggas didn't know. But if you actually read them, niggas didn't actually get together until after him and his ex was done. That shit was way after. It's just like with Kevin Hart and Nico. That shit happened way after. Um, the only one that people can rest their, their head on is the fucking Alicia Keys Swiss one. That was different. Because they were still together at the time. But, eh. Things happen. I don't care. Yeah. So, but you niggas leave they be with alone. Ain't this shit to y'all. Other than Love is Child, y'all niggas have a problem with that. Same way you niggas have a problem with uh, fucking um, Russell Wilson loving his stepchild. Oh, that's that's toxic niggas. That that's just the fucking it's the same, toxic. It's niggas the same niggas. Pissed. Yeah. Speaking of loving children, Marcus Houston. Oh god, this perv. Erd. Marcus fucking Houston. Marcus Houston is my age, I think. Just about. Is is he? Yeah, he's close to my age. He's oh about, wow. He's about to be forty. He's close to my age. He's in that age. For sure. Well, yeah, I, okay. For sure. He's, 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 I'm pretty sure he's my age. Or well, my age. Marcus Houston is a trash human being. Uh, now, first of all, he comes from that whole lineage of being um, a child Chris star. Stokes. Yeah, he's exactly my age, but he's a year older than me, so he'll be 39 this year. Okay. So. Marcus Houston is about to marry a girl who is 20 years younger than him. She's 19 years old. Now, the rumor came out that supposedly he's he met this girl when she was younger. At a Jehovah and Witness. He, well, no. He said, he people were saying he married younger than that. He, he That he basically groomed her and started busting her before she turned of age. Are you serious? But he did. So he came up with a statement. He basically said, we met at a Jehovah's Witness thing. She was friends with my, um, my uh, Chris Stokes' daughter or some shit. She was seventeen when I met. Her, but mm-hmm. We had never thought it was never. It was I didn't meet her with the intention of dating or anything like that. I met her at that at that event, and then when she was of age is when we started dating about a year ago. Is what he claimed. Nigga, you've been grooming her. You groomed her. That's fine. But it fits the whole Chris Stokes, like, you niggas like young people, dog. Also, what the fuck you got in common with somebody who's 19, nigga? What the fuck do y'all even talk about? So a vlog I read, uh, watched last night, basically they said that his theory is that older, attractive men like Marcus Houston uh, have this mentality that they go after younger women because they're more vibrant, because women around their age are starting to basically age and not be as attractive or as youthful as they were before. That's basically his whole theory as to why they do that. He's not, you know. It's still a, it, it's no excuse though. Like, I'm just say is he a predator? He is. I'm gonna just say that. I don't know him. I don't know him from a can of paint. Uh, I know, but he's, he, a, he's, he's, I know friends, he's a horrible actor. He's friends with a a, a, pre, a predator. I mean, he's, a that whole group was like shit. All, all them niggas grew up together. That's why I, I never was a fan of B2K like that. And for some reason, they just I knew something was off about it. But when I wasn't, all a, friend of, I wasn't a fan of Immature, IMX, what them niggas want to call yeah. themselves. Um, when he was he was lame on Sister Sister when he had to play Roger. Like he was trash and everything he ever had to act in. 
<laughs> including you got served. Oh, that was the worst dance flick that ever. That movie has the worst acting in the that history dude. of acting. <laughs> Even the people who could actually act. Wait, like was it worse than Breaking Two? Yes. Oh wow. Yes, it, was, it was worse. Because I wasn't because it wasn't nobody in Breaking. I was like, oh, that nigga should be great. No, they had great actors in Breaking. Fucking um, you got served, and them niggas was trash. Yeah, Steve. Uh, Jack A. Harry. Fucking Steve Harvey was trash. Oh, Jennifer Freeman. All oh them niggas God. was fucking trash. <laughs> Every last one of them. And the Little Saints. <laughs> Doing it for Little <laughs> Saints. I'm supposed though. to buy the J-Bug little ass, uh, punch the hole in the wall. <laughs> yeah. Really? I'm supposed to buy that? <sighs> man, you'll get your little ass on. Fuck, look, get my fucking face, dog. Oh, and then him and his brother fall out over his sister, though. I'm, I'm like. It's so fucking stupid. Ugh. It was terrible. So trash. Even the dance routines in that movie are not that great. Which I, was uh, choreographed time, by Shane Sparks, who also was found out time, to be a pervert. Well, he, well, we found it out when he was on ABDC. Mm-hmm. Yep. But no, at, initially when I thought this was that, the only thing I watched about the movie was Dan. I was like, oh, this is cool. But then I saw some real dance movies. Like by stepping two, I'm like, oh, this shit is trash. Stepping two is when it got good, like as far as like dance movies, as far as the choreography, hip hop dance movies. Mm-hmm. Like that shit was hard. Well, fame, fame was the fucking classic. I'm talking about hip hop dance. I don't know shit about fame. I mean, I used fame. to watch a TV show. But oh, okay. I, my aunt used to watch the shit, so of course I watched it. But again, I'm talking about hip hop dance movies. Step Up series is the best ones by far. Uh, only the first. It, it no, got, no, the first one was funny. trash. The first one was trash. Dance wise, first one was trash. The sec, the, the all the other ones are. It, I the think best. it was four or five where the dude was in college. Moose. That was yeah. It was the last one. That was the last one. Okay. What? Uh, no, that was the fourth one because the fifth one he was already out of college working. Okay. Yeah. So fourth one, I, it was it was interesting. I I won't say I hated it, but I won't deny I that. The it fourth was cool. one was um. The fourth one was when he was uh. It wasn't Chicago because that was, um. That was the third one. Um. The fourth one was when he was um. Wait, no, he wasn't. Okay, so remember Oh, that no, that was, yeah, that was, um... He was going to college, and... So that was the, that was the fifth one, then. Because there's just so many of them. I've lost track. Yeah. All in, he was already working. Um... Was it all in? Okay, yeah, that was all in. So, yeah, it was all in. He was in college, all in. Was it all in? All in, he was working. So the, the fourth one was when he was in college. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. The third one, he was in college. The third one's when he went to college. The third one's when he was in, um, went to college and he was with the uh, the crew. Yeah, that was the third one. Mm-hmm. That was the third one. That was Step Up, uh, fucking... Revolution? No, it's three. Step Up 3D. I think it was Step Up. It was, yeah, it may have been Revolution. I don't know. Okay. Because the one, the next one was the one in Miami. He wasn't in, he wasn't, in, he was only a part of that one. He's only in the end of that one. Okay. And then the fifth one is when he was like, that was the one where he was in, um, he was working. And it was in Vegas. They go to Vegas for that competition. I don't know why I know so much about this one. Well, mind you, I only watch them for the dancing. But <laughs> shit, um, they're supposed to be making another one. Apparently, it's gonna be like eighty to them. No, I would say Drumline had the best dancing. Drumline didn't have no dancing. Yes, it, it was one the part. Band? That don't count. 
What nigga, I'm, talk, I'm not talking about court. I'm not talking about majorettes, nigga. I'm talking about real hip hop. But dancing. nigga, they was they were doing hip hop choreography. Nigga, I'm style. not talking about. I'm talking about a dance competition. Me going head up, nigga, in the choreography. That's, what they did. That's not what they were doing. They was I mean, a fucking they had band. Them, yeah, mainly yeah. That but don't they count, didn't have that. nigga. You cut. She can't dance. They have fucking saying, dancing. She can't dance. Is what she says. No, she's I can't. Can. I can't. Can. She can't though. She can't. You. You she never has zero see me rhythm. dance. The lies. She has zero rhythm. The lies. The white part comes out when she dances. He's never seen me dance before. I'm glad because my eyes will be bleeding. No. Yeah, so that's why he's just hating because he wants me to be unsuccessful. Unsuccessful? Nigga, you single. You clearly unsuccessful. Oh, shut up. But where's your where's your friend? Where's your boo at? Huh? Huh? You got any? Oh. I have complicated situations. Oh, now. right. I do. It's called for he's single. No, no, no. I have. No, it's, it's complicated. There's a whole bunch of complications. Single. Fucking complications that I can't talk about here because I'll incriminate myself. Um, all right. So, so what I've so I wanted to get into so Bubba Wallace. So I think we had talked about this before. So a couple weeks ago, NASCAR announced that they were. Um, Banning the Confederate flag at all of their events. You cannot bring a Confederate flag. Confederate flag cannot be flying at any of your uh, any of the places where we uh, we we have events. It's, it's that. Of course, the white racist people who are the quote unquote Wait, heritage versus history people. It's about point. heritage. No, it's not motherfuckers. <laughs> it's about racism. This is what our country was founded on. It really wasn't the Confederacy. The Confederacy lasted six months to up. No, six years. Whatever it was, it was a short time. It's a, it's a very short, like, especially it wasn't long, around long. And how the fuck did that still keep going on? Because and people oh, are stupid. And and it, because the, of the KKK, they really I forgot, want yes. it to be the case. They still want black people to be under their feet. Yep. So whatever the case may be. So NASCAR announced they were banning the Confederate flag. Of course, the racist people didn't like this. So then it came out a couple days later that there was a noose found in the garage of Bubba Wallace, mm-hmm. who is the only black driver, full-time black driver on the NASCAR circuit. He is also the one who went to NASCAR that, um, um, the fight about them, the fight for them to ban the Confederate flag. So, mind you, he's the only full-time black driver, so he's already under the gun because he's the only one there. So it came out that there was a news found in his garage so the the NASCAR they, they launched the investigation. So at before race, all of the NASCAR drivers and their crews all walked and followed his car up into the front of the line as a show of solidarity and support for him. Mm-hmm. With that being said, it came out a day or two, a couple of days later. It says the FBI has completed their investigation. They stated it was not a hate crime and that the rope was a a garage pull. However, uh, however, hold on. So people posted a couple examples of what a garage pool looks like. It's usually a rope with a loop in it, a simple loop. Mm-hmm. That's what all of the ones. And they're usually skinny. NASCAR looked at all of their garages across the country. They examined across the country. And out of 329 or some odd places, garages, they found 11 garage pools, one noose, because that was the only one that was tied in the fashion of a noose. Now, would uh, apparently it had been there since October, 
but it does not ex- ex- um, answer the question as to why it was fashioned in the form of a noose. Because motherfucker, if you see that picture, that was a goddamn noose. Exactly. I don't care anybody says that's a fucking. You're noose. fucking stupid if you Matter think it's anything fact, other that than that. That is the title of this episode. That's a fucking noose. Mm-hmm. So, way to go. Whatever the case may be. So, of course, because for black people, if we're going to call out racism, apparently we have to be perfect and there can't be any chance that it's not true. So, all of the people, first of all, came out to attack Bubba Wallace, saying that he was playing the shit up because even before this, it came out, there were people saying, no, nah, he probably he just playing the shit up. He's trying to get sympathy, blah, oh, blah, blah. First of all, basically. he is not the one that found it. NASCAR did. Exactly. Somebody found it and attended, and then they reported to NASCAR, and NASCAR examined it, and then they're the ones that say, let's call the FBI, and they, they, they also notified Bubba. So, first of all, it didn't even come from Bubba. But let's be clear. That was a fucking noose. Exactly. And if you don't think that's a fucking noose, I got, a, I got some beachfront property. I'm fucking bright more. Uh, well, let's be clear. So gross. the fucking racist people. Oh, see, see, see. Told y'all, and they they overreacted, overreacted. No, motherfucker. Caucasians, racist yeah. white people. Yes, and the like. Mm-hmm. Y'all have this thing where y'all feel like y'all we. If a black person points out racism, it has to be perfect because what y'all always do is look for a loophole. Say no, see, because that one person, for example, Mitch McConnell literally said that we pay for the sin of slavery by electing a black president. Not don't don't acknowledge the fact that there are still black people being killed by the police here weekly or daily in some instances, or that the fucking the job market is not equal, or we're not treated the same way. We're we're treat our our neighborhoods are not um they don't get the same type of funding or or treatment or care. All of these things that are unequal in this fucking society when it comes to black people versus white people. But the one thing you want to point out is, hey, look, no, but we ended slavery. We paid for slavery by electing you a black guy. Gave you all that. Here's that. Take your pat on the arm. Good. No, motherfucker. And that's the mindset that they have is this whole thing of, but we gave you this. It's always this, this counter argument. We gave you all like this. Bob. Or we did this for you. Or Remember Bob? This. Yeah, when Kid yeah. Rock came out and told everybody he had done everything he donated because he was like, no, motherfucker, you're racist. Right. But no, but I did this, this, and this. I have black you, friends. You got a tax write-off, dog. Like, that don't mean shit to me. Mm-hmm. Which brings me to my other thing. So, what I have an issue with now, so ever since this is all, all these protests and everything started, you've had a lot of companies and organizations come out and, and show support to Black Lives Matter or Talk about how they're going to work to um, to to um, either donate money or or work to do their part to help uh, fix race, um, clean up the systemic racism, and fight it. All these things they've talked about. My issue with it is this: all these symbolic gestures don't mean shit if there's no work behind it. You telling me you're about to change? Getting rid of the ancient mama um, name and the, and the likeness off the bottle, or Uncle Ben's, or the Dixie Chicks are not calling themselves Dixie Chicks the anymore, or um, record labels are getting rid of the urban category in music, which is another that was another way of saying nigga, or black people, or race music. Um, 
all of these different things that people are doing just to show that they're quote unquote with the cause. None of that shit matters if nothing changes internally. It just recently came out because Ben Simmons was under attack. I don't know if you know Ben, ben Simmons. I'm sorry, Bill Simmons. Bill Simmons, who used to work for ESPN. Okay. Um, he's a reporter from Boston, but he's a writer from Boston. He he's the one that came up when they had Grantland. He's also the one that was behind the 30 for 30s when they first started. He helped create a lot of that shit. Okay, I think I I've he heard he of that. runs the he has he start after you left ESPN he started this thing called the Ringer, which has like they host different podcasts and they post different content. Essentially, it's just like what Grantland was before he shut it down to ESPN. Whatever the case may be, it came out recently that he, the hiring practices at his company are trash and that there are very few black people there. Um, they're not very diverse. And he had the nerve in the interview to say, he sent out a, a, a letter to everybody working there, an email out to the, his employees basically saying, this is, this is a business, not an open mic. Somehow, apparently, black people want to get jobs open mics. So this is, like, that's the kind of shit I'm talking about. Because I actually know people, like, Ricky was up there upset because he's like, I actually looked, I looked at this guy as, like, somebody that was, like, down for the cause and was with it. Apparently, he's not. I was like, that's the thing. You got to watch that shit. Because right. I don't ever look at anybody like that and think they really down for whatever. Because, especially a white person, I just don't. Because I, I, until you show me some work or some or show me some shit... Like Ben and Jerry, they had to tell me shit because I know they've been down. And oh yeah, showing that shit. oh they've been so going hard. They've been, they do, they've been, they've been. About Salute that shit. to Ben and Jerry. So with that being said, like I'm not, I'm not here for. And that's like with that whole Sean King mystery. Sean King is, is white. I'm sorry, and they, it's, I, this somebody posted a meme and it was a picture of him and his kid and his dad. That nigga's definitely white. Um, he says mom claims that he said he claims it. He claims the mom told me his father was a, uh, a light skinned black man, but that nigga is white. I'm sorry. That nigga is the is the the male Rachel Dolezal. I'm sorry, he is. That nigga been trying to play you niggas. Black, that nigga is trying to play you niggas, dog. I'm sorry. He's stealing money and shit from worthy causes. Um, to fat his own party. they said that um the FBI or somebody was trying to get him set up to get killed. So he probably spread that shit because he's a, he's, he's him. That nigga's trying to play victim. He wants to be he wants to be loved so fucking much by black people, dog. I swear. Um, whatever the case may be. Fuck by the way, fuck Sean King. Um I will continually say fuck Sean King. And I will always say fuck Sean King. So I'm gonna leave this off by saying fuck Sean King. We have just offended the Sorry, fake, one uh, more thing. people. Fuck Sean King. Mm-hmm. But going back to my point. I feel like all these companies doing all this extra shit to try to gain our attention or so that they sort of with it. Again, I want to see a change in your policies. I want to see a change in what you do internally because in the music industry specifically, you saying you eliminate you eliminating the um the urban contemporary or urban with that whole title. But if you don't change the splits or how artists are getting paid or how these black artists are being treated versus your white artists or how their budgets are being treated versus a pop artist. That don't mean shit, because it didn't say you're keeping the status quo if you're not making the change. Also, if your staff is not, you don't have enough black uh, black people on your staff or people are calling your staff, I'm going to look at you funny. Speaking of that, I want to shout out LeBron James and Maverick Carter on the announcement of their their new um, media company. Um, I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. Spring Hill Company, uh, I think it was. Oh, Spring wow. Hill Entertainment, something like that. Congrats. Congrats, Congrats to them. 100, they had a $100 million uh, deal for this company. Um, to um, to do this company, and the one thing LeBron talked about is how over sixty percent African American uh, employees and forty percent women. That's dope. Wow. 
And that's the that's the kind of change. And this is for everybody that that wants to talk about when people are in a position of power. And my thing is, is if you're a, if you're a black man, black woman, because reality is this: as much as we would love for these white companies to change shit in their companies, we can't. We shouldn't hold our breath. Right. So with that being said, we have to make sure we build our own shit so that we can make sure that we're doing what we need to to make sure that we're fu- we're fully represented in this organ in these companies in these spaces. It's the same reason when I saw the Bill Simmons story, it blew my heart. But it also reminded me of why. I'm doing what I want. I'm doing what I'm doing as far as pushing to a media, to a, to a media, to a point where we can get this shit and we're in, we're we owning our own shit and we're putting our people on. That's the goal. That is going to always be my goal because at the end of the day, we my, my people are dope and they have dope ass. And it don't mean I'm not going to hire anybody white, but best believe I'm not going to shut. I'm not. If we it's an equal it thing, if it it's equal, if y'all both got the same talent, show me something. It's not going to be a thing where because you're white. You're you're chosen over this black person, or because a black person's got a funny name, don't even get a call back. Fuck all of that. Everybody gets an equal shot, but best believe I'm make sure my company is diverse as hell. Like that's just gonna be a thing, right? Um, but it's just, I just don't, I don't want to hear all of this shit y'all doing just for likes and just for attention to say y'all doing something. Because if you if it's two months from now y'all still doing the same shit, y'all still maintaining the same hiring practices. You're not, you're doing the same bullshit y'all were doing before. Now, all this shit don't, it's going to fall on deaf ears. It's a moot point to me. So I'm a firm believer in show and prove. So for all these companies out here just trying to say y'all down and y'all with it and y'all with us, show me. Simply put. Oh. And don't just show me by doing a meme or changing something or advertising. Because my thing is this. If you know that shit is racist now, why are you just taking it? it? It's always been racist. So why are you just changing it? Funny how, like, with Starbucks, how... And Starbucks was already in hot water for the incident that happened back in Philadelphia a few years ago. Um, you remember what the, um, they called the cops on the black uh, guys that were sending the coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, originally Starbucks put out that statement. They put out press, and then on May, it was like a day in May, where like, we're going to shut down all of our Starbucks across the country for training. Here's my thing my issue with that in general is this. Why do you need training to know how to talk to people? <laughs> Why do I need special training to know how to interact with black people? To know that calling the police on black men who are just sitting in a fucking Starbucks like every fucking body else does. Right. I need special training. Because they think Why we're animals. We are not dogs, dog. They think we're animals. This is not like, we. what the fuck is this? You need special training now to talk to me? I'm a fucking hurt person, nigga. I speak clear English. Mm-hmm. Um, Probably better than most of you motherfuckers. So the fact that y'all supposedly need, you need training to know how to talk to another human being. I don't give a fuck what their color, background, whatever it is. You somehow need training? You need to be slack. If you need training to know how to talk to or deal with another, a person of another race, then, and you're in, to, my, to me, I'm sorry, you're racist. Yeah. That's the only thing I'm going to assume from that. Um, I mean, but even now, if you fast forward, um, like a, a couple, I think it was a month or so, or no, no, not even a month or so, a few weeks ago, where they put out a statement saying that um, w- nobody's allowed to have any Black Lives Matter apparel, and of course, they and then got they got backlash, and so then they and said, then, "Oh shit, we're gonna put our own Black Lives Matter." Like, apparel. oh wait, we we do renege they on that. They hit up their vendors like, "Yo, make these shirts." 
Um, but what they don't realize, because people, they, they did that on purpose because they, they didn't realize the power of the black dollar being spent at their company. And basically, they, they were going to lose that black dollar. Um, but I'm not going back to that shit. And honestly, I haven't even been to Starbucks in about a year, so. <laughs> Coffee's not fucking care. Fuck coffee. Um, right. Coffee's really, really good. It's not. It's it fucking trash. You you have to try the right one. I don't care. It's I've had every fucking coffee and it's all trash. Lattes? Fuck coffee. A cappuccino? Fuck coffee. Uh, a mocha? Fuck coffee. What about even a, mo- a frappuccino? I, I drink the one without coffee. Uh, I only get the strawberry one. Oh, the strawberries and cream. Yeah, that, that used to be get. my favorite. Because I don't have coffee. Okay. No fucking coffee. Uh, okay. I mean, it was good. Fuck coffee. It was good, but. But they didn't have a coffee. The key word is You're no anti- coffee. So do you at least drink hot chocolate? Of course, but that's different. It's not coffee. Oh, okay, it is it's, it's, it's hot. not coffee. It's literally hot chocolate. I'm aware. It's, it's chocolate coffee. that's melted and hot. But it's not chocolate. It's not I mean, it's not coffee. coffee. Uh, yeah, but Which it's my not point cold. was, fuck coffee. Hot chocolate all day. Uh, hot chocolate all day. Nigga, let's be clear. When I was in fucking elementary school, when he was, because I was on the safety patrol, and I was the captain of the safety patrol. You, oh, yeah, they used to get free hot chocolate, right? Yep. If you got there early enough, it was cold, free hot chocolate. Nigga. Early day. Get my ass up and give me rock chocolate, nigga. Woohoo! So that's why you love hot chocolate was because of safety. Well, no, I just went back there and just brought that memory back. That's yeah. all. Oh, okay. I used to keep cho- hot chocolate here, but I I, I used to go to, um, for my ex, he's always like um, Tim Hortons hot chocolate. I always go. Oh, oh my God. No. Tim Hortons. The only thing good it from Tim Hortons is their ice Oreo cappuccino. I don't drink Everything anything else from is there trash. but their hot chocolate. Um, Actually, I might not lie. The only coffee I do drink from Starbucks, and it's only and the only time this ever happens, because I've had coffee from other people and I don't like it. Only coffee I've ever drink from Walk um, is their white mocha. And the only time that ever happens is if it's a day where I am extremely fucking sleepy. If I didn't sleep the night before and I am tired and I got to go to work. There have been days, especially when I worked in Lansing, there's a couple of days I had to get early as shit mm. to go to Lansing. And I remember like being sleepy as shit. And I'm like, I can't do this shit. And I had to go to Starbucks to get me a coffee. That's the only time you will ever find me with a coffee. Mm-hmm. And it happened that I might drink one of them motherfuckers once a year. Once a if year. That. <laughs> it's very, very it's rare. It's like your once a year treat. Um, not even a treat. It's just a necessity at that point. All right. So there was this meme going around early this week and the question was would you take 800, 850 850 credit score or $600,000 yeah, in cash I remember reading that so Ashley mm. I pose this question to you which would you take yeah. I would say because this would depend on the debt that I have and so if I was speaking about the current debt that I would have I, I would actually probably take the cash and actually pay off that debt, and because I would still have, you have cash an remaining. Credit score, you don't have that much debt at all. Your credit score is eight fifty, nigga. You don't have no debt. I don't, but again, like if I have the money, because like my 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 debt is not at no damn six hundred k. But my point right? is, you don't have much. If your score is at eight fifty, you have very little debt. You can't have debt and have a score at 850. Okay. You don't owe shit. What? Your score can't be that high and you owe shit. It just can't. Eh. 
you might have a credit card, but that's some shit you probably pay on. You have to consistently pay on this shit to get your score that high. That is literally the highest range. That's the highest your credit score can go. Right. So that means that is perfect credit, which means you don't owe shit for anybody. So again, which would you take? But, but after I use the money to pay off my debt, then boom. But you wouldn't have any debt in this question. So let's change the question then. So you want, since you want to be specific, you have zero debt. So you have nothing to pay off. Mm-hmm. So now which one would you take? Um, I mean, again, I would, I would probably still do the six hundred K. Okay, so what would you do with the six hundred K then? Like, I could, I would probably invest it, um, into stocks, and then flip it from there, and then basically put some in savings, and just basically use that to to produce films and all that other stuff. So, so here's my thing: you are half right when your first thought because in this event that you don't already have no debt taking the 600k makes more sense because then I can pay my debt and get my score close to 850 even if I get my score to 750 right I'm great the other thing is this there's other shit I can do with that money credit means I owe shit so if I get another credit card or if I pull out a loan that's the money I still got to pay back. Mm-hmm. If I get 600 k I can set aside 200 of that and never touch it. I can pay off my all my debt, still have, what? If I pay off all my debt, you're still looking at that, that's what, maybe, it, depending on the average person, you're probably looking at $20,000 if they got student loans and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's got, what I was that's saying. That's five to 80 grand. No, I wasn't disagree. I was just making sure we understood what your answer was. Uh-huh. So you pay off. Now I got, I still got five to eighty grand. I buy what the fuck I want. I could buy a house, buy a car. Still have three hundred grand left over. Why not? Put that shit up. I put two hundred that away, and let that shit accumulate interest. Why not? Because again, once by this point, I'm already paid everything off, so now my my debt is fine. So my score's gonna go up anyway. All I gotta do is keep a card of credit cards to make sure I keep that shit improving. That's it. So I always take the money. People think credit is a great thing to have, yes. But credit with no money don't mean shit. Because you're constantly paying somebody back. You're still owing people. And so they're constantly having to Borrow shit to pay them back. Borrow shit to pay. Because again, credit is still, you're still paying that shit back. Mm-hmm. It's still a loan. It's a different form of a loan, but it is all fucking loans. So if I get credit and I get credit, regardless of what the type of credit is, all that shit I got to pay back. Give me syndicate up front. I can pay all the other shit off that I already owe. I still have money left. So I have money to play with and I can build upon that. Put that, I could put that shit into a business or whatever I want to do or invest it, like you said. I have more options. With, I'm more flexible with that 600K than I am with that 850 credit score. Because again, I want to pay extra shit back. And that's the point. So I think people just, but people see, a, people, I think people fell into the trap of, whoa, shit, credit, credit, credit. I say, yeah, credit, but you got to think of the situation. 
That's six hundred fucking. That's over a half million dollars, dog. Exactly, and but people don't know how to. People don't are not up. financially literate. Is what it yeah, boils down to. Or and they, and they're not thinking. You're just seeing visually what. Oh well, automatically. Yeah, I want an 850 credit score. It's just like, okay, but with what money you got? Does that have to be your money? I mean, because basically a lot of people probably don't even have a lot of money right now. I mean, well, currently with the quarantine and pandemic, I'm sure a lot of us have more than enough that we usually have. So. Oh, yeah. All right, so I, I want to ask you this from a standpoint because you're you are a writer. Mm-hmm. So a couple a uh, couple other things that happened this year, a couple because uh, this week this past week, couple um, actresses, um, two in particular, I think one was Kristen Bell, I can't remember who the other one is, who are actually a couple actresses and one actor. They currently they were doing voiceovers for two characters. So Kristen Bell, I can't remember who she played with. In the case of the two women and the guy, they will all play black characters on TV mm-hmm. in the, the voice service form. So the guy to play Cleveland's voice on Cleveland on on Family Matter on Family Guy, I can't remember what character. I don't know who what character Kristen Bell played and the other girl too. And they all came up basically saying black characters should be played by black artists, black creators. What are your thoughts on that? Um. I'm on. I, I'm kind of on. I can see both sides of it uh, because I I do get that representation does matter, uh, but I think voice acting is is dimly different from like seeing like the physical form of acting because literally you're just acting with your voice. Um, and but with so, that being said, if it's just that, why can't I get a black person to do that voice? Right. I mean, I guess it all depends about what who what the creative director is looking for as far as like what it sounds like. Um, but I'm sure. But I'm sure there are black voice actors that you could get. Like that's my thing. Yeah. No. You I, don't I know agree. what the voice is going to sound like until that person creates the voice. Exactly. So it's like you can't. I won't get nobody that. I won't shoot nobody bail on that because end of the day, you don't know what this voice is going to be until you hear it. Mm-hmm. So that's. I feel like that's a cop out. But what I will say is this. That was I playing agree. devil's advocate. I understand. <laughs> I agree. Like I feel like, yeah, you're. I agree that a black character should be played by a black. Be, the voiceover should be done by a black artist, mm-hmm. black character. Because at the end of the day, there's no reason why. There's literally no reason to justify it being a white person, other than you just didn't want to bother to find a black person to play this role. Like so, I and so I appreciate them stepping down. What you know, and whether it's performative or not, the fact is they did it. And they stepped away from money they didn't have to 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 make a statement. So right. and you're saying you sacrifice the money, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you credit for that. So uh-huh. with that being said, another thing came out because my, my counter to that was this. Because people were saying, well, if that's the case, oh, another because I saw somebody else say, well, black white writers shouldn't be writing for black shows or black like if you're writing about a black experience, you probably should be black. Uh-huh. What do you think about that? Yeah, I, I do agree. Um because I've actually, I know actors have been a part of um, productions, not just like in film and television, but also in theater background. It, it, unfortunately, it is sort of like a common thing in the theater world because if you go to work at like a more a predominantly white um, theater, a lot of them are culturally um, retarded. I, I hate using that word, but that, that's the best way I could describe it right now. And so a lot of them don't 
ask the proper questions when they do have a black artist that they do hire for whether it's you know on stage or as talent or behind the stage backstage like backstage they basically do like a whole bunch of like stereotypical stuff that's like oh well uh, isn't this urban enough and they'll make stupid comments like that so it's just like i yeah uh, it, it doesn't surprise me at all so yeah i like i said i'm and this is not to be a separatist or or to segregate stuff, but I do be at the very least a black person should be the head writer. A black person, there should be a mix. Like if you want to have white people on the staff, that's fine. But right, I feel like it's a writing team. It's a writing team. But I feel like if it's a black story you're trying to tell, the majority of that team should be black because the reality is I don't care how how much you think you're down for the cause or you've been around black people. You cannot tell our story for and us. And I also feel like, too, like when they do these movies about religion in regards to, like, you know, Passion of the Christ, Ten Commandments, and stuff like that, I felt like that should have been played by black actors. Well, yeah, but that's, that, that gets into a whole other thing because remember that religion has been whitewashed by black people forever. Oh. I mean, white people forever, so there's mm-hmm. a whole other conversation. Yeah. Um, so, what about black writers writing, writing white stories? Um, uh, realizing now, I mean, at the end of the day, um, whether people want to be in denial about it or not, um, there's two different Americas. There's white America, there's black America. Um, it's hard for white people to try and write about the black experience. And for us, I would feel like even depending on where you grew up, if you grew up in a predominantly, you know, black community that was, you know, in more inner city, you understand more preference, but maybe also growing up in the suburban area, people can kind of see how white people interact. And so I guess that will all depend about your environment and what you grew up in as a black person. So I guess for the black people writing white stories, mm-hmm. I feel like because white stories is pretty much life here, mm-hmm. um, it's easier, it's probably easier for them to write it. Yeah. And then not be at, so I'll say this. It's probably easier for a black person to write a story that involves white people and it be less stereotypical than it would be for a black per- a white person to write it for a black person because I feel like the stereotypes that they have for black people are so deep Stupid. and dumb mm-hmm. that any type of writing they do is going to it's going to come up in their writing at some point. Whereas a black person, you see white people all day, ain't nothing but white TV shows for the most part. Y'all have been the fucking dominance. Y'all yeah, we, have been we've the, been in, y'all been in power. And so, so we've been emboldened with y'all cover, culture for years. So with that being said, it's easier for me to write a story about a white person and not put any emotion in as far as my feelings about white people in general. I don't, I don't have to put none of that in there and I can still write the story and be and keep it pushing. Whereas with y'all, whenever y'all have anything to do with involving black people, Y'all go to stereotypes. It's the same reason why y'all can't help yourselves when it comes to doing blackface, it, mm-hmm. which is not required. It does not need you to do that. If you just fucking dress up like a person or a character, we know it's that person, if, especially if you're doing an impression. It doesn't make sense. Um, and I understand there's no malicious intent. Some key, key, like the one that happened with Jimmy Fallon. Granted, it was not his intent. He wasn't trying to be offensive, and his, his impression was spot on, but the blackface just wasn't necessary. Or how- and he's learned since then, because when he did the... Um, 
the Empire spoof he didn't do, but he understood exactly. it makes sense because you can do it without it without it being. Because Howard don't. I mean, he, he pretty much will be passed as a light. So it's just person. it's just one of those things where you learn, but at the time it wasn't necessary. Or even now, like how um, I was telling you in a, a group chat where they were trying to cancel Robert Downey Jr. because he did blackface in the movie Tropic Thunder. But that was clearly, a joke. Yeah, and the point of his character was to spoof white actors thinking they can play any role. That was literally the point of the role. But clearly, if you but if you've never seen a movie, you saw a picture. Oh my god! See, y'all ain't gonna be mad at Robert Downey and blackface. No motherfucker, watch the movie. And that's the thing I appreciate is that as soon as somebody posted that shit, there was some black people like, "Yo, no, nigga, you should see the movie." Right? I was one of that was the joke of the movie was he's joke he's basically spoofing all these white actors that think. They can play any role. That was this whole point, but right. so it was the it was the ongoing joke of the movie. So if you actually saw the movie, you will understand. That's a very underrated movie. A lot of people don't understand how much good uh, that movie is. I love is. Tropic Thunder. That movie is that very good because it it, it looks it may look goofy on paper, but it was actually really it was an underrated. Also, classic. the star of the movie was Tom Cruise. Yes, because everybody didn't know that was Tom Cruise at first. Until like, uh, the end of the credits where he was I dancing said, the loop. I was like, wait a minute, but no, I I, I picked I picked it out like maybe halfway through, and I was like. Because I'm like, that nigga looks familiar. Why I didn't tell who that was. Why I can't I tell who it was? And I was like, I had the name. I thought, that's not Tom Cruise, though. Like, it can't be. And then I, I'm like, nigga, that was him? <laughs> yeah, he, he he did a fucking hell of a job with that role. He's, he's one, yeah, it was definitely, he was definitely a star of the movie. Um, but this is like, Diddy did a really good job in getting to the Greek. This is pretty good in that movie. I love that movie, by the way. Rub the Freddy Wall. I've only saw wait, it's a great I've movie. only saw a couple of clips from it's that. It's a fucking a hilarious movie. Yeah, I, I need to actually hilarious. watch the entire When they get high off of Reggie, that shit's hilarious. <laughs> um All right, so NBA Youngboy. Oh god. Um for which I remember when I first like NBA Youngboy. What the fuck is that? I kind of find out that NBA stands for Never Broke Again or some shit like that. <laughs> you, you, okay. I hope he ain't never broke again because that nigga just had a sixth kid and he's 20. Uh, are you? Wow. Actually, had a, his fifth and sixth one and all born around the same is, time. This uh, is the person that was dating Floyd Mayweather. Apparently, so, I don't know. Right? Yeah, I don't know. So, but yeah, he's he out here knocking him down. Nigga, you 20. You can't ever be broke. Because uh, uh, uh. if not, if you ever get broke, nigga, you going to be, hey, you going to be up. Fucking, you gonna be fucked. So that being case, uh, somebody's like, "Future, he coming after your throne, dog." <laughs> so, um, but the reason I'm talking about NBA Young Boy, hold on. So, and this, you say he got into it with Future? Yeah. So. Let me kind of go into this. So apparently what happened is that NBA Youngboy's house got broke into a couple weeks ago. So when it happened, Jay Prince, made, I guess he made a, he, he posted an Instagram video. He said he announced that he got a call from the people that broke into NBA's home, and then he reached out to the rapper to retreat and um, so he can receive his get his stolen shit. He's like, little homie, young boy, plays got broken too. People went into plays, disrespected, different things, and you know, I got a call about it. 
Um, he said, and the little homies that went into this place want to make that right because they understand that you know what that mean. Um, young boy's family with uh, family's okay with me. To make a long story short, I got your keys to your Rolls Royce. I got your keys to your McLaren. You know all that shit they took, right? So and so, this is what I understand with NBA young boy. And first of all. I know, like, I'm, I'm not, my pop podcast is not popping enough for me to be scared of Jay Prince yet, so <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give my opinion on this, and, you know, we'll edit it out. But, <laughs> I'll, put, I'll make sure the vocals all match Ashley's, and so I can say oh, Ashley's oh, all that shit. the lies, the lies, you, I will rebuke Ashley you. Ashley said all that shit. I rebuke you. I, I, this is, this I is, rebuke this you. is, uh, Will K, the King of the Cut Out the King podcast, none of the views expressed during this segment of those of the That was all of him. That was all of him. Or 2 a.m. media. That was all of him. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Take him all down. Right, so, Take him down. So this is what I understand. He didn't need to say that shit publicly. None of that shit needed to be said on social media. Mm -hmm. It just didn't. That is literally the definition of call chasing. Yeah. You didn't need to say any of that shit. You could have just called him directly <laughs> and said, hey, look, little nigga. The niggas hit me up. I got your shit. You know, Let's just meet up. It's not that hard. But what he did instead, he tried to go on social media to play up this whole OG role, the same shit he did to protect Drake from Pusha T. And it sounds stupid. So young boy wasn't upset. He wasn't happy about it. He said, so he said, yo, it's plenty of ways to get with me. I'm getting in touch with me, man. Don't go on the internet and do nan publicly. Don't do nan dealing with no fucking publicity. None of that pussy ass shit. I'm good on them keys, gangster. When um when you buy that shit, um when you buy that shit cash, two keys come with the car anyways. Mind your fucking business, man. So as he saw his video, of course, Jay Prince responded. I see you took my kindness for weakness, but you a dumb boy with limited thinking abilities and disrespectful. Mind you, this nigga is 54 years old. Why is he doing this? <laughs> you seem to be dumber than a box of rocks or you, or you despise wisdom. What you should be mad about is the lie you're uh, living and that weak-ass security being asleep in front of your house. Let me say this to you, little homie. You're not a friend and you're not an enemy today. Let's keep it that way no matter how, it go, uh, how, how hot it gets in Texas. By the way, I'm minding my business. You're just too dumb to know that Texas is my business and I will give you whatever you ask for, good or bad. What is it? Hmm. Shade, shade, shade. So, that's, I think that was the end of the back and forth. Yeah. And a lot of people on Twitter was talking about, first of all, why is your old ass beefing with this nigga on social media? Because again, <laughs> his initial post was pointless. Why you had to put it out there that this little nigga shit got broken to and why did you have to put it out there that you had this shit and then niggas reach out to you? Like, you just really trying to, like, but you, he know better. He yeah. was doing that shoot. He was getting clout. What you saying? Yeah, clout. He wanted chase. attention. Oh, I want to point out that I'm the, I'm a, he wants to still point out that he the OG to everybody. But unfortunately, oh, yeah. some adults just don't grow up to be adults. And so, but then, like, uh, NBA young boy responded the way public. Like, nigga, why you do that shit publicly? You could have called me, nigga. Right. You didn't have to put that shit on Instagram, but you told, you could have even DM me, dog. But you chose to get on fucking social media and put my business in the street to, my, to try to call your, push yourself up. That shit's stupid. <laughs> you don't even need to do that. Niggas already respect you as an OG. Why would you even bother doing that? Right. And so his response, which was threatening the way in the tone, because I, I listened to the video. Oh, my. The tone was very threatening. It was very like, I'm the mob type nigga type shit. 
And it's like, look, nigga, I get it, dog. You, you the nigga, everybody's scared of you. You the boogeyman. That's fine. But, dog, that shit was corny. And, like, people on Twitter was like, nigga, you up here beefing with rappers and coming at rappers for shit. Nigga, there's people dying in your city. What the fuck? That ain't your business either? Like, what the fuck? People getting killed in Houston, black people, and you want to, you, right now, you trying to call out another black man? Nigga, your priorities is fucked up, dog. But again, Ashley said all that shit. Ken did not. Wait, no, who's Ken? I mean, Will. I don't know nobody named Ken. That nigga don't exist. Will. Will K did not say any of these things. It's all attributed to Ashley K-A-Y. She is from Michigan. She is half British. She is half. She is light-skinned with okay hair. She's, 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 it's all her fault. I'm going to point out that I'm high, but I'm not, but I'm high. That's the line I'm going to, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. She ain't here to defend herself, so I can say what the fuck I want. Ah. All right. I'm going to get into some touchy shit. Because that wasn't touchy enough. Again, I'm innocent. I ain't say shit. All Ashley fault. Think she slipped me a Mickey. <laughs> slipped me a Mickey. Oh, hey, Ashley. How are you? I don't know what you're talking about. Everybody heard your take on Jay. Everybody, everybody heard your uh, take on Jay Prince, though. Uh, no, no, that everybody, was you. That hey, was Jay Prince, you heard her. You, you heard called, Ashley. You called him Ashley. OG. You said Ashley. you told him to sit his old ass down. You told him he's I, too fucking I, old to be beefing with a twenty-year-old who I got have, eighteen children. I have no recollection. You said that. Should speak of, he said all that. I have no. He said, "Go sit your old crusty ass." He said, "You too fucking no, old to be chasing see, clout." These are all Ashley quotes. He said, you, Jake Prince, I, are too you know, old the funny thing to is, be Ashley doing Ashley shouldn't that. be doing this shit when I'm the person that controls the audio. I can be like this shit. Uh, say yeah. whatever the fuck I want. No, I, I don't agree. Because uh, I, I, I can record you right now. That would no, be my proof of I'm going to stop talking, nigga. No, I I'm mean, moving on to a new topic. No, no, because I've already recorded All right, so we're going to get back into this baby shit for a minute. Because I got to... I gotta. Uh, so first of all, why is lynching um, not a, a hate crime yet? I thought they only passed it in one. Um, yeah. So apparently the government still doesn't believe it's a hate crime, even though it is. It's in one state, though. Yeah, one state. Yeah, one state out of 51 now. Well, 51 if the... the Count of Puerto Rico? No, D.C. Oh, yeah. D.C. is not an officially state of the district. That's weird, though, but the capital is in a... Yeah, no, it's, but it's not. It's considered the district of Columbia. Be, oh, because it's Maryland. It's technically next to Maryland or inside of Maryland. It's not. Yeah, but they're, whatever the case may be, they're, they're filing for state. They're not one of the 50 states. Okay. So whatever the case may be, um, they, the Senate voted um, to make them a state, but we got to see if what the House did, but it's the way the Senate is. Because what happens is the Republicans know they wouldn't win D.C., so they never, they've been trying to fight them becoming a state for years. But whatever the case may be, I, lynching I is still a crime too. in this country, and we've seen multiple lynchings 
of black people getting hanged the last few weeks and it's mm-hmm. bullshit. Like this they're clearly the they're clearly attacking us. They're they're clearly coming after us. They're clearly Harassing. targeting us. Um and because they they we're fighting back and they don't like it. Yep. And there's still protests being going going on around the country and I appreciate it. Um, keep you know, keep, keep pushing, keep fighting. Cause we get continue to say their names. Continue to fight for arrest justice. the cops that killed Breonna Taylor. Yes, all three of them bastards. Give them a death penalty. All um, of them. All every last one of them. Speaking of cops, death though, penalty. I want to focus on a couple cop stories. So you remember they said they were canceling cops in Atlanta, right? No, show cops. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I remember. So they canceled the show cops. They also canceled a lot of PD. You know why cancel live PD get canceled? Why? So, Big Fish, I think, is the company that does their production. Apparently, while they were following the cops on one of the episodes they recorded, somebody got killed by a cop. Mm. Big Fish, who is the 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 production company, deleted the footage. So, you film somebody getting killed on camera. You proceeded, instead of pre- reporting it, you proceeded to delete the footage. Wow. Yes. So. So, we already know what type of. Like, it's this just, was. it's just, it's one thing after another. It's always something with these motherfuckers. It's like, y'all keep abusing your power. And speaking of that, so they arrested the cops that killed Rashad Brooks and charged them. And so. The cops in Atlanta decided, because they were upset that somebody actually got held accountable for killing somebody, they we're going to walk off the fucking job. I, I quit. Or We're uh, going to walk off the job. And this is we're the problem. We're not responding to Look, no... I don't have a problem with unions in general. I don't. I don't. But these police unions... Are trash. Are trash. Because they're basically mad because they're being held accountable for killing people. And it's somehow an offense to them that they're being held accountable for killing innocent people. You shot a man in the fucking back, they get held accountable, and you motherfuckers want to walk off the job? Mm-hmm. That's the shit that would never make sense to me. Never. Never. You will never, I will never understand because that. They're in that your badge, that your job, that that fucking uniform you wear, you wear is more important to you than human fucking life. And they're not just in human denial life, about them but being racist. Black, no, they know it is. And that's the reason. And all this shit right, is an but example. That's, what I'm that's how they They're feel. not in denial. They, they're very open about it. And the fact that they are willing to walk off the job to, to fight for their right to continue but to be racist. But in their mind, they don't realize they have white privilege. No, they do. They know, they, them people well, know they cops? have privilege. Yeah, for sure. They know. They okay. know they have privilege. They are exact. You, the fact that you have the ability to walk off your job because you are not happy that one of your fellow officers who murdered somebody is actually getting charged and held accountable for it. Mm-hmm. So you're going to walk off the fucking job. Mm-hmm. You walked off your fucking job. Your job is to protect and it serve. Serves. But it seems like the police, all they do is protect and serve themselves. Yep. Or only people they that's are their white. Own, they are their own community. They only believe people that we that's are, white. They are right. And somehow the shit that they are doing is okay and just because as long as they get it right some of the time, that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. It don't matter if we fuck up. You got it right the other times, but you killed somebody. But the other times we were good, but you killed somebody that was innocent. But the other, but the, you killed, motherfucker. So, mm-hmm. um, fuck the Atlanta cops. Yeah. Fuck all of them. And, um, yeah. So, 
I think this is, I'm going I'm I'm to I'm leave it off on this one. So, Drink Champs. So, Drink Champs, Noriega is part um, with um, DJ FN. Um, EFN. Um, shouts to Nori. Shouts to DJ FN. Real EFN. Real so, with that being said, it's definitely not how it. That's not the theme song. Okay, I know. <laughs> hey, I know that. I was just <laughs> singing the title. So, Drink Champs had a um um a pod yeah episode recently and on this episode so on this episode of the podcast and I'm trying to figure out I'm trying to find it That's not it. I'm gonna find this shit one way or the other. Is it? It's a clip you're about to play. There we go. No, it's not a clip, but I just want to go to his tweets. So Mark Lamont was on an episode of Dream Champ. So on this episode. They were um, they were talking about Black Lives Matter and the various protests that were going on um, over the last few weeks or whatever. And so, what happened was on this particular episode of the podcast. So okay, his this is Mark Lawrence Hill's statement. So a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. so he recorded this a few weeks ago. It just aired recently. A few weeks ago, I appeared on the... Um, this is from Mark Lamont Hill. Um, a few weeks ago, I appeared on Drink Champs. I was asked to join a discussion with Bun B, Talib Kweli, and my son. So they're about two point or two and a half hours into the show, Russell Simmons appeared. I had no idea he was scheduled. And I would never have appeared if I had known. He said, I stand with and fully believe the women who have come forward about Russell's sexual violence... I am sorry that I shared space with someone who has caused such harm without accountability. Although I had no idea he'd be on, I am nonetheless deeply sorry that I was a part of it. Um, she said, "I because fr- he said when he showed up, I froze. I am my immediate thought was to get the situation to end. I prioritized my discomfort over more courageous action. If I could redo it, I could would have left the show and explained why. Although I felt ambushed, I still should have done more. So he's basically explaining because I guess people came and said, "Well, why did you stay on the show?" He said, look, I froze, and I probably sh- my immediate thought was to get the, si- get the situation to end, but I, he said, I did prioritize my discomfort more than doing something more courageous, which would have been just leaving the show. Mm-hmm. And I understand that moment. Um, but he's basically like, yo, I didn't expect that. Um, and he, he said, he texted them, like, yo, what the fuck? And they made it clear to him that it wasn't going to happen. Actually, let me go back to the thread. During Russell's 20-ish minutes on the show, I was texting the producers, telling them that I was not comfortable with his press and asking to rap. After the show, I expressed my frustration with what happened. I also asked them not to air Russell's portions. When the show was aired, Russell was not on it. I assumed that my request was honored. Today, I see a part two was posted with his commentary included. I am beyond disappointed that this is the case. I seen it, and that's when he said, I seen it. So, 
Russell Russell Simmons is trash, first of all. Mm-hmm. Um, he's basically fled the country because of all the um, sexual allegations ahead of us of, of um, um, reared against him by women that... Um, and so he basically fled the country to avoid it. Which, of course, remember that point in time where... And there's actually a documentary on HBO Max, but you have to look for it. It's not Is it the one that Oprah was... It was in, supposedly, yes, yeah, that that one. everybody it's, was, like, basically saying, oh, this is Oprah attacking no, it was, black men still, and blah, it, blah, blah. It's, it's out there. Whatever the case may be. People were mad at him for not leaving the show. And without understanding that moment, you not knowing how to react because you didn't expect it. And everybody wants to... Everybody wants to believe or make up this myth that in the moment they would do that they would make the right decision, and that's not true. Mm-hmm. Everybody, nobody is perfect. So him acknowledging that yes, I should have probably done more in that moment, though I didn't, I just didn't know how to react. But again, y'all, this whole belief that somehow people are um are perfect and they're supposed to make the right decision at the right moment. That's not how that works. And it's like, everybody's not going to make the right decision in that moment. Sometimes you look back and you're like, shit, I wish I had done things differently. That's life. That's part of growing up. So you motherfuckers that'll stop acting like, oh shit, why didn't you do this? And you just, yeah, I made the wrong decision at that moment. I took the wrong path. But we've all done that before. We've all made mistakes. We've made lapses in judgment. That's part of fucking life. But for y'all to make it seem like y'all perfect, y'all holier than now, and somehow y'all never made, never made a bad decision or whatever, it's somehow it's just stupid. So, yes, should he have left? Because Tyler Kweli said the same thing. I didn't know he was going to be down there. Right. I was lost, too, because nobody told him. And even um, Nori came out and said, yeah, we probably should have, like, kept y'all informed because we didn't, like, we were just trying to, we were just trying to put out content. We didn't really think. We were just trying to have this discussion. We didn't really, like, get into, um... Well, I saw somebody tweet, and I think it was Ricky. He retweeted somebody saying, "Oh, y'all, you should have known better when you saw a Black Lives uh, Matter, Black Lives Matter conversation without women." You know, storm. I said, yeah, I, I "Every kinda... interview can't have women. Every time it's not going to be every. They can't do every interview. This is so. If I can get a bunch of people right that are available at this moment, we can have this conversation. That does not mean we're not including women or anything. But every conversation is not going to always have a woman. This is not it. That's not realistic." Like, so, yes, but it was one conversation. That doesn't mean that women aren't involved in other conversations, but this one conversation you want to criticize? Yes, Russell shouldn't have been on there, and that was Nori's fault, because Nori and them should have known Yeah, that's better. what I was saying, Nori. That was Nori and them fault. That was on Nori and them. They should never have put him on there. And or I look, they should have at least I understand told Ru- from Nori's point of view, yeah, because give him the option. Yo, let me know who's going to be there. Right. You're like, black people always talk, talk about who going to be there? Who's going to be there? Right. Because I'm going to focus this person. I'm going to be there. All right. So it's the same thing. So let me know who's going to be on this call because I I don't know if I really feel comfortable. It's just like if R. Kelly showed up on this call, oh. and I'm gonna be, I would be pissed. Like it's just certain shit I'm not, I'm not comfortable hey, with. Yeah. So you have to give people that chance. You have to give people a chance to say, yo, it's not cool. So in that moment, I understood him not necessarily reacting the right way or with the way people think me reacted. But everybody will say everybody can play Monday morning quarterback and say, "Oh, I would do it differently." You don't know, you don't know until you're in this situation. You can say, "Yo, I'm idealist, and I could, I would have done it this way." But honestly, you have no fucking clue how you would have reacted in the moment. So stop talking shit like you would. But with that being said, fuck you, Russell Simmons, you fucking clown, you fucking pervert, trick, and you know what? You leaving the country and rushing to another country where they can't extradite your ass. 
just further proves that you trash. So. Trash. And I'm glad Kamora Lee Simmons left it. What Kamora Lee left your ass. Um, she was one of first. She was one of the first victims. I, I know. He's a, he was on her like fifteen and shit. Yeah, when she started modeling for him. She was modeling before that. He he fought, saw her at the fashion show. Oh, okay. That was back when he was really heavy into going to fashion shows, and that's when he met her. Mm-hmm. She was like young. She's like fifteen, sixteen years. Yeah. Um, this topic is too heavy. I want to get into it. I think that's um what I will say. is there's a lot of shit still going on. There's a lot of a lot of fighting, a lot of a lot of marching, a lot of protesting, a lot of shit that we're still fighting for in this world. And we're gonna continue to fight until we get the shit we're supposed to get in this country. Um I appreciate we had the conversation at my job the other day on a call and we had a really in-depth conversation about everything that was going on. And it was really, I think it was important to have, and I think a lot of spaces, especially in work environments, um, especially in corporate America, need to have those conversations because if they're not having them, they need to be had. Mm -hmm. Um, Because the reality is a lot of people are feeling a lot of things and they don't know how to say it. And it's one thing, when you're at work, you don't really know if you should say it. So giving somebody a free space to really open up and express how they're feeling about this shit really is important. So for anybody that's in the corporate environment or you person in a position of leadership or whatever, making sure you're giving your employees a chance to really speak out and speak up about what they're feeling right now with everything going on, especially if you work in a space where the majority of people are black or a large percentage of them are. Um, With that being said, it's a lot that still has to go on. We're still looking for justice for all these people who are getting um, killed. Um, Like I said, they just reopened the case for Elijah McClain. So hopefully we get some justice for him. We're still waiting to get justice for uh, Breonna Taylor, Rashard Brooks, um, Amar Arbery, all of these people we want justice for, we want we want them to be held accountable. At the same time, these police unions and these officers who really don't give a fuck or value black life, they're out here just taking us and they're snuffing us the fuck out. And the reality is, like that, like old girl said in that one video I played the last time, people are lucky that black people don't want revenge and they just want equality. Oh, but it's is. it's some that are at the point that well, no, there are people that are there that are probably there for sure, but it hasn't got to the point where it's everybody. Where it's everybody yeah. When it gets You're to right. that point, people are going to be upset. Uh-huh. So, I look at it like this: we, I love everybody. Um, well, I love some of y'all niggas. I don't really like most <laughs> right, of right because I'm like I don't think you love everybody. Yeah, I like so whatever the case may be. For all the people that are out there protesting, they're fighting a good fight. I support you. I love you. I'm here for you. I'm I'm with you. Um, keep pushing. We're not, I just can't be some shit. We just, next month, we over it. Mm-hmm. Um, we, also, the at the same time, while you're out here protesting, remember that the virus is not gone. Right. COVID 19 is still a bitch out here. It's kicking people ass. So, um, you saw D.L. Healy passed out and he thought he was asymptomatic and that shit still affected him. Wait, so he did have it? No, he, yeah, he, he tested positive COVID. Oh, wow. He was asymptomatic before that. Because at first it, they said it was just exhaustion. No, well, apparently it come to find that it was it was affecting his blood circulation to his brain or some shit. Oh wow! So yeah, it wasn't just that, but yeah, he like y'all gotta be careful out here. It's not that hard to wear a fucking mask. You only have to wear it when you're in a public space. Like you don't have to wear in your car. You don't have to wear it at home. Like you might be in a public space for maybe thirty minutes to an hour, if not in some cases, because right. you're not going to a movie theater or anything yet. So it's not that serious. Just 
fucking protect everybody around you, not just and yourself. And wash your hands. Wash, like, like, just wash your be hands. Be safe. It's not that fucking hard. And we're not asking too much. But it's too many people out here, y'all. And you people that believe that fucking guy, y'all call the president, who don't care about nobody but his own self because he's a fucking business. And wants man. to stop funding for the coronavirus. He wants to stop funding for anything that don't like, benefit him. Exactly. So it's, it's one of those things where. Um, I just, it's a lot. It's a lot, and it's a lot to deal with. It's a lot to take in. It's a lot to, and I just hope that this podcast can be a thing that kind of gives people a break from everything that's going on. But at the same time, I want to also make sure we are informative. We're, we're sharing, we're speaking on not just the shit I want to talk about, the, the shit that's fun and, and funny, but also the serious shit that's going on in the world right now because the reality, reality is, it's a lot going on, and I want to make sure that you guys have a chance to get your opinions off. Um, I got shit I want to talk about because I'm just me. So, um, with that with that being said, you know we're gonna keep pushing this shit forward. Um, make be sure safe, you guys. Are taking care of yourselves mentally. Yes. Now is definitely the mental time health is definitely. I I gotta get back up with my therapist while I'm talking about it. But that being said, we're gonna sign off. Um, for Will K, my name is Will K the King as usual. You can follow the podcast at Down with the King Pod on Instagram and DWTK Pod on Twitter. Um, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter um, at the Real Will K. It's T H A Real Will K. Um, you can follow Ashley at Ashley. Um, that's Ashley K. A Y A Y on Instagram at Ashley K A Y Evans on Facebook. Um, you, follow the, uh, you can email the pod at downwiththekingpodcast at gmail.com if you have any questions or any suggestions for topics um, with that being said I'm going to sign off um, 50 episodes in sorry it took two years to get here <laughs> um, we're gonna, I told you I'm it was a prime time special I'm going to try to do better That's how try you to be to, better. If, if this was a trial one as a prime just time just know special. I have more shit coming from y'all and it's going to be interesting I'll say that that being said I'll talk to you bitches later Bye.